Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Mission Impossible in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every single movie in the Mission Impossible franchise. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the last one and for now. You finally get all of the references all in that it. title. Exactly. That title. I, get, I get everything. You were like, why is Johnny Ace pumping in his finger? I don't bathroom. know what's going on. Uh, I didn't see that trailer like three so and a half, eight thousand times. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this is uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Very excited to talk about it. But yeah, this is Mission Impossible in Review. Uh, every Tuesday, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames at 11 a.m. We do the show live. You can watch it later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or on roosterteeth.com or listen to it as a podcast. Just search for Kind of Funny Reviews uh, on that podcast feed. You also get our Game of Thrones final season in review series that is that's going on. That's on Monday. How, how, let me ask you a question about that. Not to promote that other series too, but mm-hmm. how how long do you think until we break Andrea? I mean, we're definitely oh, yeah. chipping we're there. Right? We're yeah. chipping chip damage. I'm pretty proud of her. Proud of her though. Cause like she's hanging like with she us. She wore a blazer yesterday, and yeah. I put my feet oh, up. That's where we're at. <laughs> and your stupid and fucking stupid side, side, oh side coffee. Why do you guys hate the side coffee table? Because you don't need it. You have There's space. There's not enough space. <laughs> I gotta have my laptop so I can look up all the names. <laughs> and I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> oh my god. Um, well, then why but yeah. ask for the like? Who are people? This <laughs> is the last episode. of Mission Impossible in review for now. Uh, we have two more movies confirmed coming out though in this yeah. in this series. Yeah. 2021 and 2022. That's him. Yes. The Crimes of Grindelwald, Mission Impossible. <laughs> yes, Nick. Nick, uh, have we finally converted you to a Mission Impossible fan? 100%. That happened last week. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because well, yeah. you know how it's, it's always like one movie converts you, but the, the, the second one, the last one that you watch... Has to like cement it. This is a perfect sequel. Are you good, kidding me? Good. Like I, I love how they treated this in every oh, it's way. It's just a one-two punch. Yeah. Oh, just bring like, it back, Lane. Bring yeah. it back, everyone. They, I mean, this, what I love about this movie is the whole series could have ended here, and I'd be like, cool, picks. cool. Yeah. I'm good. I'm we good. get we get the resolution with Julia. We get we get the resolution with Lang, kind mm-hmm. of. Not really, because he's still alive. I'm yeah. Like, mother, put a bullet in his fucking head. Why yeah. do they hog tie him? Put a bullet in his fucking head. This guy should be done Dead. at this point. Dead uh, but okay, let's let's get into it. Mission you Impossible. Shout out to Patreon producer David Mintel. Someone in chat just said Kevin and Andy look like a before and after photo. Son of a bitch. Mission Impossible Fallout released on July 27th, 2018. Not that long ago. No, this was, last this year. was last yeah. year. Like, if you remember, we I think all sorry. of us, uh, I think me, Kevin, and Andy at some point watched it within a week of each other and just mm-hmm. were gushing about it on the morning if you remember, show. this was the movie that killed MoviePass. <laughs> It's also the movie that <laughs> killed Superman or uh, Justice League. Remember, That's right, why right. everyone blamed how bad Justice League was on this movie. Idiot. I was like, I, I think, don't know, guys. I think all of you saw it in theaters, I believe, I did, and uh, I was, I couldn't, I really wanted to see it in theaters, but I for some reason just didn't get to it. And I saw it over Christmas break, where I bought the 4K disc. Oh yeah. And me and my dad sat down and watched it, and the movie was over. And I opened the disc, and I was like, "Daddy, you didn't put in the 4K one." Yeah. And he was like, "Son of a." So we'll pop it in. Let's watch some more. Speed, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole. Horrible 4K transfer really? for this movie. Really? The really? IMAX stuff, beautiful. IMAX yeah. stunning. Just so good. Just it shows how IMAX. bad the rest of it is. Because, really? dude, so much grain that's not meant, it's not intentional. It's yeah. just, it looks bad. Film right? all the IMAX. What was, was all the, what was in IMAX? Was all the helicopter stuff in IMAX? Helicopter yeah. stuff was in IMAX. So good. And yeah. the Halo so good. drop. The Halo drop. Oh, that yeah. fucking shot where you're like, is he, oh shit, we're going, oh, we're going with him. Yeah. We're out. And the, the IMAX shots, though, oh my they god, are stunning! Stunning, yep. stunning is the only word. Like when it goes, 
You're just like, oh, here it's really we one of those go. things where we have to make a concerted effort for when seven comes out to just go see it in theaters. We got to go see it in IMAX because oh, yeah. these things, 100%. when you see like when you see these on the big screen, these are meant to be seen on the biggest screen possible with the loudest fucking system possible. Hell yeah, giant popcorn, giant diet coke, and all your friends. These are just fucking unbelievably almost perfect action movies. Andy, Andy from the can Press I get a, a cherry coke? Yes, you go. Cool, I will thanks. allow it. I will allow thanks, it. Man. Parliament mm-hmm. will allow it. Mm-hmm. Parliament will released allow on July twenty seventh, twenty eighteen. Uh, a fun little fact here. A little fact: Should you choose to accept it, post production on the film was completed on July third, twenty eighteen, less than three weeks before the premiere. Oh wow! Because well, remember, he broke his foot. So oh, he got, he got seriously delayed. injured. He got and delayed. Got delayed. Yeah, that makes which sense. Is bad. And that shot, you can see him hit his foot it's, on yeah, the visceral. Yeah. You get when he gets up, he limps away for a second, and you're like, "Oh, he actually was, really broke." Was his that the foot. actual shot where he breaks his foot? I don't know if the shot, the the reverse shot, was yeah. him limping away, but I think the jump when he knocks his foot against the yeah. thing that's yeah. where he broke it. <clears throat> that's the one that from but the other angle. Feel it. From the other angle, I thought that was like. When it first leaked online, I thought he broke his ribs uh, because he landed right, right, yeah. so hard against the, the edge of it. <laughs> I mean, uh, violent shit. It was awesome. At the end of this movie, what a great shot. when he's like just lying on the ground, it's like, dude, you feel it. Like how exhausted <laughs> yeah. he is. Yeah. And you're how much you're exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh God. And also, <laughs> God, he's bloodier than we've ever seen him. Oh, yeah. Like he looks like he's bad. But I love that. I love that too because there's a touching moment at the very, very end where like they trade off. Julia goes out and Ilsa comes in and he, he just kind of touches her face for a second, like looks at her bruises. Just like he's more concerned with her than he is with himself. And she's it, like, you it's never weird. better. The wife stuff is weird to me, but I'll yeah. take it. Look at man. It just is what it is. Okay. Yeah. They're like, hey, we made a mistake. We should have never had this fucking wife to begin with. We all know I, I, that I, I, Isla is what? is the, the one Ilsa. for all of us. Oh, no, Ilsa, but they have that moment where I'm like, what did she Ilsa. whisper to her? What did she whisper to her? Yeah. She's like, hey, you know, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. was that, but it was, it was like a cool <laughs> dude, When they meet up and she's like, you should have gone with me. And it's like, yeah. He's like, you should have quit. Yeah. You should have yeah. come yeah. with me. God. Dude, it was good. I, I'm jumping around here with the fun facts, but I would never have known this. Rebecca Ferguson was pregnant while filming this movie. Whoa. You're kidding She me. was about yeah. seven months pregnant what? when filming was completed. How? I don't know. She looks fantastic. Yeah. Well, good I mean, you got to mention they started filming when she wasn't. Seven months pregnant, yeah. but maybe still. yeah, they probably they probably if if I mean if I were a director and I found out one of my leads was pregnant, you probably back you probably do yeah, all her shots all first, sh- yeah, get all that it's stuff out of the way though. first. Um, but yeah, directed by Christopher McQuarrie, aka the Justin Lin of this franchise. Yeah. I love he's taking command. He's like, he wrote it too, right? Uh, oh, did he? I think he wrote it and directed it. because he was a, I think he was a writer on five. He was, and then came in to and I, he directed five as well, right? Yep. Yeah, so I think he wrote and directed both. He did five, six. He's doing seven, eight. Good for him. Thank God. They're great. I'd have it no other way. He gets it. Like, there's so many. There's so much. There's one moment in this movie, and we were talking about it earlier, where I was like, if this didn't get Tim on board, nothing will. Where when he walks in, the white widow is talking about her mom, and And it says the word Max. And I was like, I didn't catch it the first time. Me either. I was like, oh, that's really genius because they're going to keep her going. She's going to be the arms dealer now. But it's also likely because I didn't see part one in 20 20 years or whatever. Watching it back to back, it's like, it's obvious. Makes sense. Had I not then been doing this interview, there's no way I would have got that. No, and and honestly, I didn't when I first watched it. And mostly because I I just, I was watching Tom Cruise like as he's walking through this cool, Mm. weird, eyes wide shut fucking VIP room that looks kind of boring actually. Um, like I was watching him, I wasn't listening to what she was saying, and when I was taking notes, I was trying to because I was like, "Oh, this is pertinent to the plot," and I heard her say, "My mother, Max, like loves paradoxes," and I was like, "Oh, she's that's like directly from number one. Like yeah. you're a paradox, I'm a paradox. We're all paradox. Hell yeah, it's pretty cool. Paradox, uh, actually, I like that little touch because they don't beat you over the head with it. You don't need to. F- yeah, she's yeah, not yeah. like quoting her mom the entire time. She's just I'm off on my own, doing my thing. Yeah, except she's got that dipshit brother that just needs a fucking bullet to the back of his head. Yeah, 
Directed, uh, I already said directed by a uh, budget of 178 million, box office of 790 million. Hell yeah, baby. He's going. Yeah. Inching towards that, Billy. I love it. Uh, and a runtime run time of a ridiculously long two hours it was and long. 27 minutes. It was I started very feeling, long. That, that was my only critique with this one. As I, as I was taking notes, I had to take a break for an hour because it, it takes me it takes me probably about two times longer to watch the movie than it should because I have to pause, rewind, get stuff. And at a certain point, I'm like, ah, oh, this is a good movie. But it, it felt like it's too movies. long. Yeah, it's it's like long. It, it felt like when I paused it, I was like, they could have ended it here, but there's still an hour and 12 minutes ago. I, I watched <laughs> an hour and a half of it uh, on uh, Sunday night. Then I paused and paused like, hey, we should go to bed. And I was like, all right. And then I watched the rest last night. And it's just like, it's a long movie. And frankly, I taking the pause, I think, did it. Like, ju- like it was a good thing for. Oh, really? It. Yeah. We, we took a pause, and I don't think it was a good thing. No, no I think I mean watching this in theaters, the, the way it ramps up, and like so when I watched it in theaters, and we have to sit and watch it all in one thing. You got no screens. The tension by the end mm-hmm. was unbelievable. Absolutely. When they're fighting on the on Pride Rock. It's just like <laughs> you're like, oh my god, like fucking yeah. a, what is gonna happen? Two, everything's like, there's not one bomb, there's two bombs, and we got to do it at the same time. And she's there, and everyone's there. It's fucking intense, dude. By the I, end of it, I was like, I'm sweating, and I want to get yep. out of this movie theater. So intense. It was so good. What I really appreciate about this movie is that it it's very kind of slow and deliberate in a way that the other ones aren't, and it feels like there's a payoff. It there's not too many crazy action scenes in this one. I think there's actually less action in this one than there was in, in the last one. In five, definitely, and it doesn't move. And it's as not Fast. But it is like we already we have these characters now. We know who they are. Let's just sit with it for a bit. Well, which I, is a weird choice for an action movie, but I feel like it pays off because, well, because they, they I think really what, care I think about what they realized. The dynamics. It was this thing that you your big criticism of one, two, and three, which was that we don't have characters we give a shit about because they keep changing the team out. Mm-hmm. Finally, if you remember, this is the third time we've seen Simon Peck. So by the, and and the fifth or sixth time Fourth we've time. seen Luther. Fourth time. Yeah. So the fifth time we've seen Luther mm-hmm. and Julia's now back Sixth and time. all and Rebecca's back. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson's back for this one. So like so we we like no these Jerry characters Renner, now. though, which is a bummer. He yeah. was only not in it. He was supposed to be in it, but only not in it because he had to do Infinity War, Infinity War and Endgame. I, I guess wish, just in game, but whatever. I wish they had, there was a nod to it, but like they don't mention him not at all. But that's yeah. the great part about it. His character's not dead. Yeah, yeah. he could come yeah, back yeah, as the secretary yeah, in the next one. Who knows? Yeah. There's also and, oh, and, that'd be cool. and that's why I like this because the, you're starting to get scenes where it is like Fast and Furious where we do start to care more about the dynamics of the characters than than the action in certain to a certain degree. And that's yeah. that's actually just the sign of kind of like a, a good series. Well, also, I, but you know? I like that it wasn't just like let's have all action all the time. It's like let's have really cool action scenes like we've never seen before and really pay attention. Let's also really sure try to perfect. fuck with the audience as much as humanly yeah. possible. Yeah. Well, well, I also it, wonder if there there's so many good moments where you're like. What <clears throat> are Wolf we sure? Blitzer tears his fucking face. That's how Wolf Blitzer. Are we sure that there were less action scenes? But uh, like, I feel like there are equal action scenes, but just a lot more plot, a lot more dialogue. Kind of. I, see, I don't in. think so because like. I'm, I'm talking about big set piece action scenes. I'm not talking about chase scenes. Chase scenes in this movie are essentially dialogue with vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not talking about the simple stuff. I'm talking about like the the opera scene in five. Yeah. Right. I feel like this movie didn't have that where it's like that was the middle set piece. Right. Yeah. This movie had the halo drop and it had the, the helicopter chase as Rest, the big the restroom and then the restroom oh, fight. Right. So but awesome. it's I just I feel like there there wasn't as many like tent poly things but yeah. I feel like they were longer and well, more deliberate. Also one of the things I want to give a shout out to is the action in this 
uh, specifically the car chases and stuff, was beautifully done, but it's not as chaotic as the other stuff. It's not mm. as frenetic. Like, there's moments where they go, yeah, we're going to take a step. I think they honestly thought, let's take a step back and do a lot of this shit practically. Because there's a lot of, like, cool stunts they do with that BMW, like that little green BMW, oh, where, yeah. where he, like, pulls the e-brake and they, like, it's flip, they, like, flip, spin yeah. around over yeah. the thing. I'm like, this is just cool shit. And honestly, with the backdrop of Paris, it's just kind of cool it's to watch. Just, cool. Like, all the motorcycle stuff. He doesn't do nearly as much in this on the motorcycle as he did on that road in Morocco. Mm-hmm. Like he's not fucking people up, but he's just tearing on the streets and like he just looks cool. The sound design yeah. is so cool yeah. with the motorcycle it's kind stuff. Of, it's kind of very bullet esque, where it's just like we're gonna be in this scene and just yeah, and just. But they'll be going through, and then you hear the yeah, and it's yeah. like super. It, it makes you feel down, like you're in this world. And there's no music. Yeah, they come down no the score for so many scenes. But, in this, yeah. but also, in this movie. like, did you guys notice that like most of those shots with him whipping around the city on the motorcycle were just? It's so cool because they can get wide coverage. Because it's actually him. Yeah. So, so, like, it's not just him and then cutting to really, really super wide for a stunt double going by. It's literally just, I'm sorry, not wide, but, like, more of, like, a medium-wide shot of him just doing all the stuff. And you can tell he's actually dropping a fucking knee or dropping yeah. a foot. Like, I love that shit they do where he, like, to counterbalance, he drops a foot to, like, to get, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool looking. He and knows he really knows through the cars and yeah. stuff. It's like, wow, this is so, so tight. He also so looks tight. like how I would ride a bike or a motorcycle because, like, we're short. So like well, it they, looks like he can't fully no they like, I reach mean, the ground. They, let's put it this way: they, they didn't pick. Um, there's there's a specific like they didn't pick dirt bike style things because yeah. that would be too little too tall for him. They picked yeah. more like street bikes, which is smart. It's a smart idea. Shout out to him running again. Always this movie. He gets so, so much of so it in this much. one. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. The yeah. scene where he um, gets into that office. And like everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, and some lady just like wrong? gets up and he grabs the chair and he throws it. And then yeah, tells uh, Benji, Benji's like, Benji. what are you waiting for? He's like, oh, jumping out of a window. <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry, I was not. like, he has screen lock yeah, on yeah. and it was in two. Yeah, they did that so well that like there was two times where he was like, oh yeah, the orientation locks on. Yeah. And then the other one's like, oh, I didn't have three D mode on. I could have, I could have had like at least three times more Benji. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, I, he's, Benji's a nice like. He's like the sea salt, mm-hmm. where you put it on top and it makes everything that much better. Yeah. But you don't want to use it too much. You know I don't what I mean? know, man. I think you should use it more yeah. always. Well, I want him to have like a killer fight scene because every time he tries to fight, people hand him his ass. Well, yeah, he's fighting against people that are fucking really like they're Big. not normal people. Like yeah. like uh, Lane, right? No, not Lane. Well, Solomon Lane. Has, Solomon Lane. Is, he knows his shit. He's just he, like a super. Agent. He's on the same. Yeah, he's, he's on, on the, the same, same level as Ethan exactly. and, and, and uh, Ilsa. Yeah. And I kind of feel like you forget that. And then you Until have Benji moments. throws a punch and gets housed. Yeah, and just gets the shit beaten out of him. So Simon Pegg right. uh, was told he didn't need to train at all, even for his fight scenes, because they just kind of wanted him to be Simon Pegg. But he said that he was like, I mean, I'm around Henry Cavill and Tom Cruise. Like, <laughs> yeah. I have access I would to train. a lot of this stuff. I would uh, I'm just going to do it. So we got an eight pack. <laughs> Did he really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would. I would fucking totally do it. Why not? All right, let's hit the plot. Plot, 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 plot. Oh, okay. Just give, give me a no bridge. Can you do me a favor? Here. Can you do me a favor? Can you do that, but without the plot? I just want the drums. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That's how this fucking movie starts. Uh, yeah. An aggressive <laughs> amount of bongos, dude. And you know <laughs> every what? movie steps the bongos. Bongo up. game on fucking high alert on this one. And you know <laughs> what? I'm not gonna complain because it gets you fucking hyped for this. Bongo, bongo, bongo. But guess what? Rever- what was it? Here's your expectation. We're gonna go subverting into a scene. Well, you're subverting the expectation because we're in Thailand. Yeah. And he's getting married. And, he, and Julia's there, 
and 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 we can't see the preacher's face, and everything's beautiful. But you hear his bitch ass little yeah. voice. <laughs> but you hear it, yeah, right. It's it's a familiar voice. It's a terrorizing voice. It's Lane, and Lane is there, and he's and he's giving him uh, the foreshadowing of what of things to come. He says, "Either uh, Julia, I get it. Uh, do, do you do you have do you take her forever to have and hold to shield her from the terrors known and unknown?" And this shit starts to get dark real to fast. Lie and he's to, the safe. Uh, 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 to force her to hide and take everything away that she is known to escape. Your own true self, and Ethan realizes what's happening and looks over, and boy, they just get fucking nuked. Yeah, just nuked, and it turns into the first scene from Terminator Two, where the kids holding onto the thing and just fucking they just melt away. And he wakes up in Belfast, Ireland, uh, to a knock on the door, and he opens it up, and the man is just cloaked in shadows. And I love we don't fucking yeah. care who he is, and they have this cool. Uh, they have this cool back and forth of the code where he goes, fate whispers to the warrior, a storm is coming, and the warrior whispers back, I am, I am the storm. He gets a copy of Homer's The Odyssey uh, with, of course, the mission briefing in it, and uh, we, ca- we catch up with what's been going on since we put Lane in, uh, in, in the slammer. Uh, what's been going on is uh, the syndicate is still out there fucking wrecking havoc, right? Uh, we're apostles. trying to track them down, but now they're going. Uh, they're, they're still going strong. There was a smallpox outbreak in Kashmir that they're responsible for, and now they're known as the apostles. They're just these disciples of Lang. Uh, we got to go take them down. Here's the thing. Uh, there's a guy out there named John Lark. Uh, he's a new client who, uh, who uh, I don't know what the fuck I did, uh, who hired the apostles. Uh, and he is author of this apocalyptic manifesto that's calling for the destruction of the current world order. I love that. Uh, John Locke responsible for the disappearance of this scientist, Niels Delbrook. Uh, he's also responsible for uh, the three plutonium cores going missing, which means... Uh, I- or I'm sorry. I guess the scientist is responsible for the three plutonium cores. John Locke, the apostles, Niles... I didn't really take very good notes on this. Yeah, they can all make if if they get all together, uh, they can make three very powerful nuclear uh, bombs. Which, ha- when they bring up the map of coverage of the world, basically is just like the full world. There, with yeah. three nukes to the side this size, they can just really fuck up the full world. Super uh, portable bombs. Very very portable. Very cool bombs. They have like cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, secret is little balls. looking things. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we cut over to Berlin, where we have to go for the meat, right? Uh, they've been charged with going to buy these nuclear cores to get them off the market. Uh, Benji and Ethan are hanging out in a very spooky place. You feel like uh, maybe get a little more, more light on this place if you're going to meet. Maybe with go to the dealer. Walmart. But I feel like that's where the <laughs> like the dealer chose. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Benji and Ethan's like, uh, Benji's like, are you relaxed? I'm not relaxed. And and. Uh, and he goes, well, you sound relaxed. And he's like, uh, and Benji's like, or he's, they're going back and forth. And Benji's like, well, it's entirely possible to be, to be relaxed and extremely uneasy at the same time. It's just fun little Benji stuff mm-hmm. here. Luther chimes into the van that he does not sound relaxed. And they're all fucking with Benji. Um, then the seller shows up and says, let's see. Oh, Luther's in the van. They're ready to get the money. Luther goes, cool. Gets out of the van. All the power goes out. Right. And he goes, shit, what happens? Opens up, someone puts a gun in his face, right? Meanwhile, the seller has this cool line where he's like, uh, I've survived in this game for a very long time because I have this little voice inside me. And Ethan goes, what's the voice telling you? And he goes, nothing. That's what, he's like, I don't like that. And he goes, well, they tell the voice to shut the fuck up because I'm buying these goddamn cores for me today. And he's like, all right, fuck it. Keep bringing the money. And he keeps going, Luther, bring me the money. Bring me the money. Lights go out. We really fun. need. We, we need, really that, money. need that money. We really need that money, Luther. And the guys like kill him, and then all of a sudden another team starts shooting at him. All hell breaks loose. <clears throat> this is going to be a theme for this movie. Lots of teams in dark places. Yeah, a lot of double blocking. Mm-hmm. Not Constantly. the best in this movie. There's a lot. There's multiple moments where you're like, "What's happening? Mm. How does she keep finding him?" It doesn't matter. Um, 
They get the cores, but of course someone walks out with Luther and is like, if you don't give me those cores right now, I'm going to kill this guy. And this is basically the overall theme of this movie is that Ethan does not have it in him to make the hard choice. He will not sacrifice one guy for the, like he won't, he's the anti-Spock, right? He believes that the needs of the few mm-hmm. outweigh the needs of the many of, or, or the one. He will not sacrifice his guys. He won't America. make the hard choice. Meanwhile, Luther's just like, fuck you. He dog. says, Ethan, yeah. don't do this for like, yeah, and he tears up a little do bit. He's like, don't do this for me. Like, don't. Like, do it. Just kill me. Ethan, of course, goes, cool. Shoots him in the chest. Downs him. Knows he's wearing bulletproof vest. Thank God. I, by the way, I have that sense, too, of everyone that's wearing a bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. Kevin's wearing one. No, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Luther goes down. They run over to him, right? Everyone gets away. And they go, wait, we should be dead. Why aren't we dead? Where's the fucking plutonium? Look over. It's gone. It was all red herring. They just wanted to get them away from the plutonium and get it out. Meanwhile, they had this cool little, like, uh, uh, golden eye moment where... I think it was Goldeneye where uh, he drives the car with his phone. Oh yeah, and that just that never came back, which I kind of was disappointed. I thought we were gonna, I thought we were gonna bring that back. I was like, that's cool setup, but it's not, and it doesn't matter because uh, let's see where where those little moments of like get the car, and he's like, oh right, yeah, it's just so. Mm, I don't think I can do that, Ethan. No, get the, get car, the car, Benji. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, meanwhile, we go back over to Rammstein Air Base in Germany, where Alec Baldwin's there, and man, he just looks great in this. Mm-hmm. He Wait, does. He's he he the best head of hair. But he lost, like, he lost a, lot a lot of weight. weight. This yeah. is like after he had he had married this yoga the yoga instructor wife, and they and she got she just whipped his ass into shape. Mm. She was like thirty mm. rock, you're too big, buddy. You got to slim that down. We need you to be uh, the secretary of the best. IMF. Um, he says uh, they unlocked. Like let's. Uh, oh, I guess he unlocked a phone. When did I get that? Is he the Secretary of Defense? Is He's that the Secretary the of the IMF. Specifically, the IMF. Yeah. yeah, he went. He came over from being like a, a head of the CIA to yeah, yeah, yeah. the IMF, which he describes in this as a lateral move. Yeah, uh, if not a step down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's are, see. are you talking about the scene where they uh, trick the guy into unlocking his own phone? Uh, no, not yet. No, we. Have, oh, you know, no, what? actually, I'm sorry. that happens before I, he sees. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I passed a lot. That of was that. a great scene. I apologize. So, yeah, I missed that whole part. So, uh, let's see. Fuck, kill him. Bang, bang. Yeah. Basically, yeah, Niels Delbrook wakes up in a hospital to news of Wolf Blitzer saying, okay, so, yeah, I don't know. I missed the part where we got to this. But, yeah, he wakes up. Ethan plays this perfectly where he's just totally distraught, acts like he's going to kick his ass, and Luther plays the good cop. And he's like, listen, what if we read this manifesto on air? Meanwhile, we, you're seeing Wolf Blitzer on the TV uh, on CNN, and he goes, "If you read that on 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 air, I'll unlock this phone for you." Right? What the what's the word? It already all the bombs already went off. Right? So cool. Makes the call. Ethan makes the call. Really sells it. Uh, Wolf. Meanwhile, like a, a second later on TV, Wolf Blitzer comes on. He goes, "I'm getting a, a message, an interruption here. We're gonna read this manifesto." Reads the manifesto um, and, and says, "Without uh, all, you know, the greater the suffering, the greater the peace." Right, uh, nothing can happen without great suffering. Revolution, yada yada yada. And the guy goes, starts to laugh. It goes here, unlocks the phone. Uh, Luther hooks it up to the machine. They hack into the phone, download all the data, do all the what they gotta do. And he goes, we get it, we got it, cool. And then I don't know how they rig walls like this, Love but it. I want all of our walls I, to one yeah, day do I want this. Them to do this, the they hit a button and walls. they just all collapse, and it's just a big fuck you to the guy. <laughs> like he goes, and then and then he has this great line where he's like, the guy uh, prior to that, uh, he was like, it's over. Right, he says, it's over. Why, why do I care? And Ethan looks at him. He goes, "It's over when I say it's over, yeah. motherfucker." Yeah, dude, we and then got it. Wolf Blitzer walks Wolf over. Blitzer's and like, makes do we get fun it? Of him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we get, get it. it. Pulls it off yeah. in Wolf Blitzer's voice, but it's Benji. Uh, dude, is there. That fucking scene was beautiful. It yep. was so good. So good. 
then we go to uh, Rammstein or a uh, base, excuse me, where uh, Ethan meets with Huntley, which is uh, Huntley, which is Alec Baldwin. Says that phone you unlocked led us to a server in Iceland where uh, we decrypted a communique. Love the use of that term between John Lark and a woman named the White Widow, which is what she goes by. There's no other name, mm-hmm. just the White Widow, who played by none other than Vanessa Kirby from The Crown and soon to be Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's an arms dealer. They're going to meet tonight in Paris uh, to broker a deal for a package, which we think are the missing plutonium cores. Uh, there's a great scene where Ian tries to apologize, but Hunley says, uh, listen, you have some flaw deep down that won't let you sacrifice your team, which means I can count on you because I'm a member of your team. So uh, don't make me regret this shit, right? They're about to get on this badass plane, and then all of a sudden, who do we see? That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Angela Bassett and Superman. All right. Walking down a hallway, and she just goes, She as they walk out, she goes, call it. And he calls, he just makes a call, which I guess is to the pilot because the plane shuts down. And they have this this just unbelievable pissing contest where just uh, Erica so Sloan is her character plane. basically hands him his ass. He goes, it might be your mission, but that's my fucking plane. And you know what? You're fucking everything up. This guy, we could have been totally missed all this situation if you'd have just made the hard choice, but he, you don't have it in you to make the hard choice. You fucked up. So guess what? You're getting a chaperone. And that chaperone is none other than Agent August Walker. August the most Walker, American man. name you can possibly imagine, and boy, does he do a terrible American accent this entire time. Not only that, but they give him the dumbest things to say throughout this entire movie. The accent didn't bother me. Yeah. Him, bother what me. he said did bother me, though, mm. a lot. Also, I just I didn't like Angela Bassett's character or like any of the plot points surrounding her. I mean, her character is very much uh, it's Alec Hunley. Baldwin in four. I it's Alec Baldwin in like four. Cool. It's Kittredge in one. It's all, it. There's always got to be some yeah. character that's I, there. Shouldn't always have to be. That. I, I like it because it always puts them at odds, and always they always they have to find a way for this team to operate on their own. That's just that's just the modus operandi of this whole movie is franchise. It Lane or Lang? Lane. 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 Solomon Lane. Okay. Uh, of course, Erica Sloan is her character. Walker comes up, and she's like, she's like listen, we're going to handle this shit. We got a team in Paris and Alec Baldwin has a great line where he's like, you're going to spend 24 hours that we don't have to pull a a confession we can't trust out of a man we can't positively identify. This is why the IMF exists. And she goes, you prefer, I love this line, she goes, great, you prefer a scalpel, I prefer a hammer. And she points to fucking Cal and he's just like, I'm a a big dumb hammer. It's great. I like to think of myself as a scalpel and Kevin as the hammer. And Tim, you can be the screwdriver. And Andy, you can be the snack. Spork? You can be the snack that's in the, the tool chest that we forgot was there, but that we're super lunchable? happy. Yeah, you know. Lunchable? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a ham one, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, let's see. So this man goes where you go, uh, and then she pulls him aside and says, nobody comes between you and that plutonium. You understand me? And he's like, fuck yeah, doggy dog. Yes. I will fuck up. Dude, yeah. Henry Cavill. I'm Henry Cavill. Uh, they get on the plane, and they bounce. And then we get a really cool scene where they're on the plane. Uh, they're about to jump into France undetected. Uh, we've acquired, they, they set up the fact that they somehow, I guess because of that phone that Neil's unlocked, required the RFID band, the uh, signature for Lark, but we don't know what Lark looks like. So we're going to take our phones out. And once we get in this, we're going to scan for that frequency. Once we find it, well, that's Lark or whoever's pretending to be Lark. We'll find in. We're going to go in, uh, fuck him up, take his identity and go into the VIP room, meet with the White Widow, uh, buy the plutonium core. Everything's going to be cool. And then get the fuck out, and no one's going to be none the wiser. Uh, and then uh, Walker looks at him, and he has a great lie where he goes, people actually fall for this shit? Which is funny. Yeah. Because guess who falls for that shit later in this movie, ladies and gentlemen? But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, let's see. <laughs> well, Anthony Hopkins coming out of nowhere. Yeah, huh? yeah he goes, how, how do you intend to do this? He goes, well, I'm going to bump him with this. Boom, and he's got a little sp- a little spoogey uh, syringe. He's, like, he's going to one little hit of this, and he's going to look more, he's just going to look like a drunk, drunk person at yeah. a party. We'll help him into the bathroom, and everything's going to be And great. by the way, what could possibly go wrong like, with this? A long ass fucking needle. 
Very, really big I needle. I thought it would be just a, like a little, a little, it's gotta get a little, little pen, dude. It's a little get pen tip or something. Yeah. But no. this is like a fucking three-inch syringe. syringe. <laughs> like, that's not that unnoticeable. Yeah, right. yeah. They have a great back and forth where he says, after that happens, I'll take the RFID. You walk the guy out the door and hand him off to a team. And Walker goes, uh-uh, you're not getting rid of me that easily. Uh, and he's like, you fucked up in Berlin, or you fucked up in Belfast, and that's why I'm here. And then Ethan gives it back to him, which is further set up for his character, and said, if you haven't killed, if you hadn't killed every fucking lead we had on the Apostles, like, we would be much farther along than we are right now. I know so, who the fuck you are. Yeah. I know who you are. You're, you're, I read up on your file. Right. You're, you're a killer. Um, and so, but they don't have time for that. Red light goes off. It's time to jump up. And they suit up. He goes, we meet the, we meet the widow, uh, we meet Lark. In 30 minutes, uh, Ethan turns on his oxygen and then turns on his wall. He's like, is your oxygen even on? Do you even know how to fucking do this? Like, we're about to do one of the deadliest jumps ever. Turns on his oxygen and Walker's like, and he starts giving him, like, uh, instructions. Then he looks out and sees that there's lightning happening. He goes, we got to abort this shit. It's not going to work. Because it's not going to work. Yeah. And Walker just straight up is like, what, are you a bitch? Yeah. And then jumps <laughs> out. Fucking pushes him out of the just way. Just gets out of my out. fucking way. I'm disconnects going. Disconnects his oxygen Oh, yeah. Thing. What a dick move. Yeah. Just yeah, like disconnects a Ethan's move. What Ethan, a nerd <laughs> Yeah. In, in, <laughs> probably, I mean, we, one of these days Game we should rank Nogi to the helmet. We should rank the cool <laughs> scenes, all the, all the actual practical stunts, because this is up there. Because it has such a cool effect. Because he's putting the oxygen back in as he's as he's walking out, and the camera follows him, and he just walks, yeah. walks, walks, and you think there's going to be a cut, and there's no cut. Mm-mm. We just fall out <laughs> of the plane with him goes. Yeah. at so like good. at like thirty thousand feet in the air, where there's no oxygen because we're almost in space at this point. Really, really cool. Of course, the worst thing happens is they're going through this lightning field, and it's it's really chaotic, and then boom, lightning hits them, and I love the sound design in this, because everything goes silent. Oh, it's so great. Totally silent. Totally yeah. silent. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. He wakes up. His shit comes back online. He looks over. Walker is passed out. <laughs> his oxygen is flapping in the wind. He is, he is Dunsky, right? Well, did they get hit by lightning? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got just Bolt. hit by... They, I mean, they yeah. went through a cloud of lightning, so they just got hit by lightning. Um... Ethan, of course, pulls a move, gets over to him, hooks his oxygen up to Walker's to bring him back. And he's like, dude, you got to wake the fuck up or you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. We get to a point where the thing's like, oh, boy, like shoot, shoot, like uh, pull, 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 yeah. pull, pull. He pulls. The he altitude like, uh, levels are just constantly being called out. Right. Constantly yeah. adding Super to the crazy. tension. Uh, he does a cool move where he like flips back around and pulls his chute as he flips off of him and Walker's chute pops and we just hope to God that like after, after he strapped his oxygen that Walker's gonna wake up otherwise yeah. he's gonna just fall to the fucking ground. Yeah. Uh, Ethan pulls his chute just in time to get caught on the uh, the tip of the uh, the tower of this I think I don't know where they are. It's They're, like a conservatory. Conservatory. And again yeah, filmed like, the whole movie in IMAX. Yeah. It looks so goddamn it's so good. Cool. Uh, it was prohibitively expensive. I yeah. don't yeah. even doubt it. We're doing that. Pulls his chute and he goes, fuck, tumbles down, super in pain, gets up as Walker lands nicely, and then looks over to him in the dickest line ever. He goes, hey, you lost your oxygen tank. <laughs> Look, he's like, looks like you lost your oxygen tank there, what huh? What a dick! Right. So some uh, facts here for you. This is a long one, but there's a lot of cool shit. Uh, Tom Cruise trained for an entire year to perform the Halo high altitude, low opening stunt in this film. The Halo skydiving sequence, a distance of 25,000 feet, traveling speed of 265 to 320 kilometers an hour, was the last sequence filmed during production, but it was the first stunt designed and required a full year of planning out. The crew had only a limited time window of three minutes a day during sunset to film a jump. Because of strict air aviation regulations in France, it could only be shot in the Emirates. It took Tom Cruise, Henry Cavill, the skydiving, Skydiving camera operator um, and others are t- involved a total of 106 jumps to oh get my God. to get three possible takes. However, wow. to rehearse the sequence, the crew built a custom oxygen helmet with 
raft assistants that can be lit up to see a face and then also That's built cool. one of the world's largest wind tunnels for practice. The practice doesn't end there. Cruz and the other persons involved did five skydives a day with one in the morning, three in the afternoon, and one at dusk. Some of the other cast members turned up to visit with Simon Pegg saying that he and his co-stars thought multiple times that Cruz was seriously about to die. Quote, it's a daily stress going to work with him because you don't know if you're going to see him tomorrow. That's, oh my god. god. That's, That's awesome intense. though. And if you're like, doing 106 jumps in a year, I mean, you're you're inviting destiny and fate to <laughs> intervene. It's, it's all it's like, super safe. Yeah. It's like I mean, let's put it this way. They've got multiple people checking out and making sure all the gear is correct. Mm. As long as the gear is good, you're good. Yeah. The only thing that can go wrong is you, you fucking free, you go you freak out, which is why they make him do all this shit. Yeah. Cuz the more jumps, the more Jesus. adept you are at it. I don't think anyone makes him do it. I think he immediately is like, "Let's to. do it. I'm going to rehearse yeah. every day for almost half no a year." No parachutes. You know, no but, parachutes. but again, <laughs> one of the reasons why we love the series is because it really does make a difference. It's visceral. Mm. It yeah. really is visceral. It, it sells the stunt. It's re, it's more real than anything you've ever seen. I mean, and that shit goes a long way because guess what? When you, like you have you have that butthole clinching moment when he when he walks out of that plane and you go with him. And yeah. You're like, oh shit, he's we were really fucking up there. Like that was insane. Yeah. This is not a set. This is mm-hmm. just there's a camera guy, well, two I mean, dudes, and that was it. They're something gone. crazy to think about. There was a camera guy. Yeah, yeah. like oh, there yeah. was a camera guy with an IMAX camera yeah. strapped to his head. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. The, near them. Was it strapped to his head? Yes, it was. Jesus and then what's Christ. crazy about that is uh, they, they had to do it and they had to do a whole bunch of special like techniques and invent things for focus because you couldn't pull focus. Yeah, you can't he pull had focus. No idea. So it would autofocus and, and find them based on how far he was from them. They put on like these like GPS tractor sensor, tractors, sensor cool. things That's on cool. each of That's their suits. So rad. <laughs> and the thing is, it like pays off because like this shit looks unreal. Yep. It looks unreal it and it not real. only it adds to the tension because you know that it's not CG. Yeah, and it's it, real. it makes you f- like I think the stunts could be uh, like less crazy looking than other scenes in movies where there's a lot of CG involved. Well, you certainly but you don't feel have, it more because you, you know that have, it's uh, real. Ethan getting catapulted out of a car to save Ilsa over a fucking pass and like taking her that into the car. That was a great Great, great moment, moment, but obviously like silly. It's yeah. dumb. I mean, it's yeah, dumb yeah. fun compared to fucking cool it's fun. Fucking cool fun. Uh, speaking of cool fun. Ladies and gentlemen, they go into the party, and we see uh, we see a bunch of people scanning in with his RFID bands. Uh, and Walker and Ethan have cell phones that are searching. And man, this party looks fucking dope. It's like an '80s sci-fi Dude, dream orgy. That hallway oh, with like sick. all the, the mirrors. But even when they walk I'm in, and there's like there. just just sparse LEDs with like '80s style graphics. Happen like that, like sci-fi. It's cool as fuck. I'm like, I want to go to this party. Uh, Ethan's hair, by the way, looks on point. Very reminiscent of Fran Marabella's hair right now. Mm. Shout out to Fran. That's true. Uh, love that very much. Of course, they they find Lark and follow him into the bathroom, and this is where we get, this is it. Just oh. the coolest fucking fight My scene God. in any movie ever. Got uh, some more bathroom. facts for you about Go this fight right here. The bathroom fight was meant to be shot in four days, but due to the complexity of the fight, it ended up being shot over four weeks. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Henry Cavill <laughs> was offered the role publicly through his Instagram by the director. I just... Got the job. That's awesome. <laughs> and then uh, Henry Cavill uh, improvised the arm gun reload moment. <laughs> Dude. I, I love that thing. Because they, this fight goes on for so long that at one point Ethan just takes a break for a second and kind of looks at the guy. He's like, we're getting, <sighs> like, I'm old. We're getting the shit yeah. out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, so they go, <laughs> they go to stab him, obviously, and someone gets in the way, and then they, they go... And then Ethan, like, as the guy leaves, the guy just fucking knows. And he hands them their asses in this scene not only that but he strangles Ethan at one point with a fucking pipe like he rips oh my god he rips the pipe out of the wall that goes to the sink and like starts to strangle Ethan with it It just fucks everyone up and it looks so sharp 
on the other end. Henry Cavill throwing him through the mirror. Yeah, but I like. But I love shit. Yeah, I love the choreography in this scene, obviously, because it does show the difference between the scalpel and the hammer. Henry Cavill just takes off. He takes off his coat at one point and there's just back sweat. He's just got the sweat yeah. and he does that the this the shot of the what do they call it the arm reloading scene? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we right. got that effect more in the trailer because yeah. they had sound effects. Right. Yeah, but uh, in here it's just you just hear like really nothing. But in the yeah. trailer it was like shoom shoom. I was like, ah, oh, that's right. so cool. Uh, <laughs> and I think this is the part, of course, where he just he get, he finally just goes fuck it and throws the guy like just beats the shit out of the guy. He hits him with the with a laptop. Oh, that's what he does. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. The guy's like the guy's fucking up uh, uh, Ethan. He just goes whack and hits him with a laptop. And you're like, oh, that's cool that he had the laptop, but it's not a laptop. It's the thing that fucking makes printer. The pr- it's the printer. That makes the, the masks, and so they drag the guy into the, the stall, and he's knocked out, and they're trying to scan his face, and Ethan's like, what the fuck, dude? Because it's totally, it looks a little bit like, I'm not, I'm not going to call you out here, Kev, but a little bit like your phone right now. Just a little bit like your phone screen. Damn. It's so far away to fix it. It's all the way in San Jose. It's so sad. Yeah. It's so sad. You didn't get the protection plan? No, I didn't get the protection right, really? plan. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, a bunch of French <laughs> assholes come in and start fucking Rather with them. Ethan. And I can't mm. tell if these guys are homophobic or want to join in the party. But it's I think they want to join in on the yeah, party. Yeah, Is that yeah, what it was? Either way, they're being dicks. Okay, guys, if I'm if I'm doing a three way in a bathroom, don't fucking interrupt me. But yeah, this is my special time. Subtitles were like, "Come on, the more the merrier," yeah, or some yeah, shit like yeah. that. Yeah, they were being dicks. They're drunk at like some crazy party, you know? They're just probably high on drugs. Yeah, uh, either way, people fucking. I'd probably <laughs> they were probably high on. Yeah, drugs. I know you would. You're, yeah, I know you would. Uh, either way, uh, that little distraction is all Lark needs. He kind of wakes up and then just in the stall. Fucks them up, <laughs> and this guy—I don't know who this actor is—but his his ability to like sell these fight this fight is fucking great. I mean, he, whoever this guy is, he was in a room with Henry Cavill and fucking Tom Cruise, and, and he, he made them look. The, he made them look like, like little bitches. Yeah, uh, great, great fight scene. Super, super fucking fucked up. Uh, they're losing, by the way. So he fucks up. He like. He just fucks up Cavill, knocks him out. Uh, uh, they they fall down. Look, they see a gun. The guy grabs the gun. He's about to shoot. Ethan, and then boom, he gets shot in the face. And who is it? It's Ilsa. Oh, I love Ilsa's her. there. She's been mm-hmm. tracking him. Uh, they have a great scene here where, uh, you know, they're looking down, and she's like, he's like, can you still scan the guy? And he's like, I can't scan the guy if he doesn't have a fucking face. He <laughs> <laughs> just shot him in the face, right? Uh, they have a back moment where uh, Ethan's like, what the hell are you doing here? Um, the, the, I think this moment is kind of weird because Henry Cavill is somebody who's high up in the CIA who is uh, an assassin, and he's like this weapon that they always use. And they're all just kind of they're looking at the body, and you know Ilsa and Ethan Hunt have their back and forth, and he's like, "Sorry, do y'all know each other?" Yeah, and great. you would think that Henry Carroll would be like, "Who the fuck is this woman mm-hmm. who just shot our guy?" Like we like, I feel like he wasn't as I, I feel like Henry Cavill's there. character doesn't read briefings, and also is like, "Yeah, that's what happens." Like shoot someone in the face because that's what, the fastest way to kill him. Yeah. So in his mind, he's like, "All right, she handled it." Yeah, you that's know? true. So it's but less- I think also we knowing who he really is, I think he knows who she is, mm-hmm. and it's just like mm-hmm. I'm going to play along with this because mm-hmm. I got to go. I got to make this plan stick. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have a great back and forth where he's like, "Who sent you?" She's like, "I can't tell you, but you need to walk away from this. Like, just let you know, walk away." So do you know Ethan Hunt? And he's like, "I'm not going to fucking walk away, right?" Also, uh, it the was gr- the UK, the, the British government. It's always the British government. And she goes, listen, her. she goes, they're great. And Tom Cruise, you forget he's a great actor. He can sell it, right? She goes, you don't understand what you're involved in. He goes, I don't understand what I'm involved in. I don't understand what I'm involved in. What am I involved in? <laughs> it's a great, where he's like, wait, what am I involved in? Because he's, he's moving so fast yeah. these days that he's just like, just, just go, guys. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Walker does the thing where he's like, my name's Walker. And she goes, you're welcome. Like, fuck yeah. you. Like, fuck you, dude. Seriously. Um, also proving they had a great moment where the guys come in and she goes, well, look up, uh, it's not yeah, going to stop bleeding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all cool shit. Anyway, 
By the way, I don't sure. think anybody in this movie looks as good as Henry Cavill. He's jacked. He looks. I don't in, love the mustache. In this I love it. I love I the like stash. I love his hair. He's, he's just he's got a good fucking dude. going on. You know he looks I, like a monster. You know, yeah. like an <laughs> unstoppable beast. And when like half his face gets burned off by oh, hot God, grease, yeah. it only makes it more real. You yeah. know, yeah, I like that use of the two facedness of him. Mm. Uh, of course, Ethan digs into Lark's pocket and finds the smashed phone, puts it in his pocket, and he goes into the VIP lounge. Who catches up with them? Ilsa. She's like, I'm not letting you go in there. Wait, I'm sorry. Ethan doesn't do that. That's uh, no. Walker. Ethan does really. Yeah, because that's that's how he knows Walker is the bad guy. Because when we see that phone later, oh, is it is it Walker? That gives I, him? I think it's Walker, Walker that Walker does Walker it. gives it to Sloan. Yeah, and then we see it later, and it's not cracked. Oh, I'm that sorry. was the reveal. I thought it was like, Ethan. Oh, that, I thought it was phone. Ethan that found that phone, and Walker later gives her a different phone. But I could be wrong. Doesn't I'm matter. Pretty sure it was it was uh, Walker that, that pulls it out. Bear, look out in chat. Uh, either way, <laughs> Ethan goes into the VIP lounge. Ilsa comes with. She's not letting him go in by himself, and and neither one of these people are going to quit. Uh, people have listened. She goes, listen. People have been sent here to kill Lark, and if you're posing as Lark, they're going to try to kill you because they don't know the difference. Apparently, no one knows Lark looks like. Um, Makes sense, aliases and shit, right? Yeah. Uh, all they know is that he's meeting with the White Widow at midnight. Uh, if you go through with this, they're going to think it's you. They're going to try to kill you. Uh, and he's like, how the hell do you know all this? She's like, I can't tell you, man. I'm shrouded in mystery, and I'm still fucking hot. So that's the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, and, and, he goes and that's where we get the great line where he's like, you should have stayed out of the game. And she goes, you should have come with me. Oh, and it's good. like, I, at that point, I've been like this. Let's just go. Yeah. Go now? Yeah, fuck you know like, I just want to fuck you, Henry Cavill. I just want to run away with you forever. Now, for a VIP lounge, uh, this does not look like very fun because uh, it is basically That's every VIP lounge. It's true. Uh, it's pretty <laughs> much just the, the secret way. of VIP lounges. <laughs> you they're not actually they're better not than the other stuff. Uh, let's see. The White Widow's up on stage. It's Vanessa Kirby. And she's giving a speech uh, about this charity that she started in honor of her mother, who is the one and only Max, M -m -m -max. which I thought was cool. And she said mm -hmm. Max was something, uh, was something of a paradox. She had a fascination with paradox, uh, a fascination she passed on to me uh, she dreamt of a world that no longer needed her talents which is weird because she made a lot of money off of that this whole thing is confusing to me let's just move on uh the white widow sees hunt and man she eye fucks him mm -hmm. Woo, she eye fucks Hard. him there's a lot of eye fucking dude it was good stuff though because they i get it it really turned me on uh they meet up at the bar and she says you can't possibly be john lark you're too dashing and good looking and ethan cuts to the chase and says don't let looks deceive you i'm as ugly as a fucking get and he grabs her arm <laughs> and then her brother zola the dipshit comes over oh, and God. tries to get tough with ethan and ethan just backs him the fuck down it was like get out of here bro and the you first time nothing. i saw the scene i thought she was telling zola no this is my brother i thought she was playing and acting like ethan was her brother so i was mm -hmm. very confused by that uh, of course he says listen everyone here is here there's a bunch of people here to kill you he kind of turns it around instead of them he doesn't want to let her know that they're there to kill him. Uh, in reality, they're there to kill you. Uh, she's like, who would want to kill me? He's like, the Americans. Pretty much everyone wants to kill you. So I'm the only way out of here. I'm the only person you can trust right now because we're both in danger. And she goes, cool. Also, I've been eye-fucking you for like four minutes. So let's get let's get it let's on. Let's at least let's get just out of this room. Uh, uh, don't believe me, look around. And they look around, and literally there's 100 dudes in the yeah. room just staring at them. Like, move mm. tough guys about where you fuck you up. And I'm like, eh. Okay, hey, mommy. Hey, hey, mommy. People calling uh, So, of course, they walk out, and this is a cool fight scene where he walks out and he's, he starts to subtly take people out, and then it just all hell breaks. Yeah, there's so no more quickly. subtlety. There's no subtlety. Uh, but then proving her worth and proving that she's not just another damsel in distress. At one point, she takes out an all white butterfly knife and, and just, just stabs a dude's leg up heart. And then just does the flip. I'm like, that was cool. Yeah. Just bow right in the heart with a dude and then fucking stabs another dude. And then Ilsa shoots a guy and then Walker shoots a guy and then they all bounce. And Tom Cruise is like, I'm hard as a fucking rock yeah, right I'd now. Be, I'd be diamond in a fucking ice storm right there if I were him. Uh, let's see. Diamond in an ice storm. 
They bounce. They go back to this dope palace where there's lots of scary dudes there with an arsenal of weapons, tactical gear. They were and scary. They're really scary. They're all. They all look like San Francisco bartenders. They also, really they, do. They but all not, had. They had the like the weird t- scary masks. Yeah, that are just like all the, the eye holes. Gear. I was telling you, I'm like, there's like, nothing in the world scarier than those masks. Yep. Anytime you see someone coming, I'm like, uh-uh. You could be a good guy. You ain't like in the guy. purge or or, or fucking uh, PUBG. Fate of the Furious. Vin oh, Diesel wearing that yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, it's terrifying. You're scary, bro. Uh, uh, they're playing at something. Uh, they got all this tactical gear, and Zola tells them about their plan to extract an asset. They don't know the dude's name, uh, but they got to get this guy out, and Ethan realizes who they're talking about. They're talking about Solomon Lang, and he tells them, hey, they got dude's a rogue MI6 operative turned terrorist who put together a network of operatives. We get a lot of exposition here called the Syndicate. Uh, we see Walker. When he says the Syndicate, it's important. They have, they have a great cut where he talks about the apostles of the Syndicate, but as he's talking about it, we just subtly cut over to Walker, which is nice like visual foreshadowing mm-hmm. for what's going to happen. Very good technique. Uh, Walker tells them, uh, since the American operative captured Lang, he's been bouncing around from intelligence agency to intelligence agency. Uh, and the White Walker goes, "Listen, I've been lying to you guys. I'm just a broker. The real, the real payment for these nukes, these plutonium cores." I think you keep calling her White Walker. Oh, what did I call it? A oh, White Widow. Excuse me. <laughs> She's the White Walker from now on. I'm stuck in Game of Thrones land. Uh, they give them one plutonium core and say, "Here's one core. Uh, Down payment. If you want the other two, you got to break Lane out. That's the payment. They want Lane." And Ethan's like, fuck my life. I should have put a bullet in this guy's head a long time ago. Again, proving once you get the bad guy, just put a just bullet in his head. It, man. Don't it's, put him in a box. Don't put him in a box. Okay. Uh, let's see. They'll deliver two more plutonium cores in 48 hours. Uh, and then they start talking about the plan. And I love how this is cut. Because you think, oh, we're going into the plan. But it's not. We see... Uh, again, backing up the theme, what Ethan would have to become if he plays by other people's rules. And what he'd have to become is there's no fucking way he's going to get out of this without selling it, without having to probably kill an innocent life. And he doesn't want to do that. Yeah. But it's a cool moment with great great music in the background where like we see it all playing out and we see him. And you can tell it's Tom Cruise because he's like a little yeah. smaller than everyone. Little dude. Uh, and then, of course, he shoots a cop and then has to put a bullet in the guy's head or else he's going to blow his cover. And it's really, really sad, right? Hmm. I, I will say I liked that. I do not like the use of the dream scenes that Tom Cruise has in, in this movie because they happened just. Was there more two, than one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was two in the beginning, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Which there's another one fine. after they break Lane out. Where, but I like it because he comes out of that, and who's looking at him is Lane. Lane's just staring at him like, "I know you're fucking. I'm giving you nightmares. I'm do. I'm working. This is my master plan. Yeah, it's into. I like him. I don't. I, I just thought it was like unnecessary. I think it brings an extra dimension in there that I'm not going to hate. Uh... She cuts, but we cut back to the, the White Widow's house. She's like, do you have a problem with that? And he goes, I'm John Lark. I murdered fucking women and children with smallpox. I have no line. Which was dope as hell. Right. Uh, so slow, so it's an intense moment. And then the White Widow goes, all right, well, everyone sleep well. <laughs> and again, clock away. I love this because uh, I, I might be jumping a little bit ahead here when there was the conversation between Henry Cavill and Tom Cruise where he was just like, is it true that he did this? Yes. Is it true that he did that? Yes. Is it true? Stop, stop asking. Yes, it's true. I because love if that. it makes your skin crawl, yeah. it's true. That's, that's, later. that's great. But what I love about this scene, that scene, all of it together is that this is a, a true sequel to the last movie. And sure, the smallpox thing was introduced here. Mm-hmm. But that's in addition to everything that we knew last movie that Solomon Lane has been, you know, manipulating, manipulating yeah, a whole bunch the of scenes, these, yeah. these crazy events happening. So uh, we cut to a scene where Sloan uh, meets up with Walker. Uh, and Paris just what every shot of Paris in this looks fucking amazing Paris is dope. Uh, and she gives him the she gives him the, the 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 what for she goes listen I wanted Lark to break him out so that we could scoop all of them up at the same time so we could take Lark off the streets the whole syndicate all this stuff you fucked up uh, and then that's when Walker goes uh, uh, gives her the phone that's not crushed and you mm-hmm. go oh Walker's the mm-hmm. bad guy which I like mm-hmm. kind of like, like get out of the way we kind of suspected him anyway but let's just let's just call yeah that's it. the thing is like this movie did not do a good job ever 
making me no. believe he was good. I yeah. I feel like the trailer did a disservice to the movie, which everyone saw. A yeah, because you times. saw him shooting at Ethan at the end of the trailer. You're like, all right, he's a yeah, bad guy. In the trailer, uh, the trailer is very much set up like, oh, this is a bad guy. All yeah. I remember from the trailer was the. Yeah. So it's like I didn't have that going into. I this. remember the scene of him, yeah, being out at the helicopter. Like this was the one movie where like I remember the trailer. So it was like the one where I was like had all these like kind of flashes. New, yeah, flashes of like what I knew was gonna happen. Yeah. And I feel like that really um bumped me out for a lot of So this the movie. But the cool thing about this plan is and the and this is a great scene because he sets it up. He's like he sets up Ethan is Lark, right? And yeah. she's like, well what well like she's like, listen, why would Lark Lark wouldn't go to this meeting? He would hire one of his cronies to go in his place as Lark, right? He wouldn't risk exposing himself as that. But what better way to convince the Americans, the CIA, that you're still playing for their team while also being like a bad guy, than to kill the guy, one of your own cronies, yep. and assume your own alias, which is cool. And yeah. we get a line later where Alec Baldwin has that great when they when they can when they uh, confront him and he accuses him of being Lark, and he's like, normally when people say you're your own worst enemy, that's they're they're embellishing that, but you literally are your yeah. own worst enemy, which I thought was really cool. Um, so he convinces her that that Ethan might not be trustworthy and might in fact be Lark and have assumed that, um, and they move on from there. And he's now now he's free to operate at will with the full support of the United States government, and he can be an agent. Uh, and she goes, why? And he goes, well, listen, how many times has the government fucked him over? And at this point, at least six. Yeah, because yep. it, we know. So funny they have this conversation yeah. where I'm just like, God, this is a little too meta for me. Uh, she goes, can you prove it? Walker gives her the phone. They pulled from Locke's body, but it's not completely. It's uncracked. Uh, so we figure out that at that point, Walker's real Locke. And he says, here's all the proof you need. I'm guessing there's proof on here because he knows because yeah. he's put it all on there. Uh, we cut over to the helicopter and we see Lane. We finally see Solomon Lang getting pulled out of prison. They put him in this, like, he's in this helicopter. He's flying over, and then uh, we're getting cuts of uh, them. They put him in a van. As they put him in the van, this is where we get that conversation where Ethan uh, and, and Walker are in uh, the truck waiting to ambush this cavalcade of police officers. Uh, and we get great, that great part where great he's like, use the word, Nick. thank you. Um, and we get this, uh, we get that moment where he's like, has he done this? Has he done this? He's like, listen, let me stop it right there. If he's made your, if, if it makes your skin crawl, he's responsible for it. Now, I want to I want to point out one little cool thing in here, <clears throat> and I don't know if this was intentional or not. But he says, "Is it true that he took down an entire passenger plane to kill one person?" Mm-hmm. Which was how, if you remember, Mission Impossible Two starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, uh, hmm. mm-hmm. oh yeah. So I wonder if he was responsible for that. That was 100%. Yeah. Right? So all those things that he was supposed to be responsible for are things that I think have actually happened in the Mission Impossible like, universe. Yeah. That's why Solomon Lane is, really cool. yeah. is fantastic. Right? Yeah. They don't kill him. Yet. Yeah. No, they're not going to kill him. And, uh, and also, by the way, this whole sequence, the best music, I think, in the whole franchise is just the... Well, if you notice, and that's what I love about this, like the theme itself... Even when they go into the, the the opening credits and all that stuff, it's very it's very different. It's yeah. not fun. It's ominous. It's like it's yeah. militant. It's like we're this is a different tone we're going for her. This is when shit has consequences, and mm-hmm. I really like that about the movie. But like, yeah, that's the whole theme of this movie. Like, we when we get later that Solomon Lane um, speech where he's like, "This is the fallout of all your good intentions." He said the word. Yeah, he said the name. it's really cool, but it's. Or was that that was that in the opening? Did like we the, get an opening scene? Did we get an opening credit? We did get an opening credit sequence, right? Yeah, yeah. we did. It was very burning. A lot of stuff was burning. Oh, right. Wait, did he, really did he say that in the first up. speech? I think the the uh, the, the no, title sequence the happens right after they get uh, the info from the guy that they fake. The walls come down, and then that's right. When we get the fallout logo, I put a note in here that said it was dope because it was like burning. Mm-hmm. It was like the, a nuclear blast had gone off. And now I just skipped into my notes. Give me one second. 
Uh, let's see. I just thought that it was like halftime. Yeah. yeah. It took like longer to get to the notes. It's so good. Uh, yeah, I didn't know if there was a cool musical theme here. Cool. And then we get <clears throat> the plan, right? All the guys are, Ethan walks out and puts a little camera there. You see him, he comes back and everyone's ready. There's guys in the back of his truck. There's the dipshit brother in the truck down the road. They're ready. Everyone's ready. Cool. The ca- the van starts to go and Ethan just guns it. I love just it. fuck it. Guns it. Dude, knocks just them. falling out of the just back all of the, the guys truck. in the back are like, we got the shit end of this stick. Slams the 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 armored truck that's carrying Lang into the ocean or into the river rather. Yeah. Backs up. All these guys are getting fucked up and just hauls ass. Hauls ass as they're and, and just ping pongs these guys back and forth. And then at one point the guys just all fall comically so fall good. out of the yeah, back yeah. of the truck uh, as they as to they immediately down. get caught. caught. Uh, we get of course this one of the coolest scenes uh, that was from the trailer where you see Lang in the straitjacket, but it's shot. Normal, but since the truck's on its side, it looks like the water's coming from the side and engulfs him. And he goes, <gasps> it takes a deep yeah, breath dude. as the water overtakes him. It's so really cool. Fucking tight. This, that whole scene was beautiful. I love that he, again, he's such a good bad guy mm-hmm. because every action he takes, everything he does feels villainous. Even the way he did the breath, I'm like, well, yeah, because oh, you're really smart and you know how to handle the situation. Yeah. You're just evil. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know someone's coming for you, so you just need to take that breath. Yeah. Of course, that person that comes from is Benji, uh, breaks into the truck. Cuts him, like, puts a little, like, a bag with a breathing apparatus over it, but it's still, like, one of those black masks over his face. Makes sure he can breathe and cuts him out. And then we get the, the shot of him handing, uh, popping out down the river and handing him to, uh, to Luther, who pulls him onto a little Zeppelin. Or is that what they're called? Little speedboat. No. Um, what do they call those things? I, I don't know, but isn't just, Zeppelin, like, Zeppelin's a blimp? Blimps. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just love how they're yeah. just casually for two friends on a boat just hanging just, out just driving yeah, 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 yeah. but they're not even covering him no. he's just laying in well, the he's front like in the yeah. front he's kind of like yeah uh, I mean, he's slumpy. laying down but meanwhile the cops have caught up with Ethan and he's tearing through the streets and then tears down an alleyway and then just it just gets tighter and tighter. Yeah, yeah. tighter tighter and then just wedges the truck in and you're like oh shit they're fucked but it's not it's part of the plan they knock out the front windshield all the cops are like what the hell's going on uh, they go to get on there that's right BMW motorcycles because mm-hmm. BMW once again sponsored this whole movie just the good guys uh, just the good guys. It's true because Rebecca Ferguson's motorcycle is a Triumph, mm-hmm. which I noticed, which is cool. And she, we don't know if she's good or bad in this yet. Uh, of course, Ethan's motorcycle doesn't start, which if I were BMW, I'd be like, it should start every yeah. time. That's a dope motorcycle. But was that on accident or on purpose? It was on I accident. always wondered that. No, but yeah. I always wondered, like, did Walker fuck with the bike? Well, well, no, know. no. Here's the thing. I mean, did he like, fuck with the bike to get away from he, Walker? Yeah, that's that's <clears> what I think <throat> happens because he very much is like, hey, I need an extraction at this point. And that all seemed planned out. Like, Later, when he um, crashes the motorcycle, which is a crazy scene, uh, he pulls the knife out and then runs and jumps into the the hedges. Yeah, and yeah. knows like immediately like yeah where to, to cut go. the the yeah. tarp that's there and drops well, that was into the, their boat. But he call he radios in right now and says I need uh, he's like change of plan I'm blown I need extraction and so they have a secondary extraction mm-hmm. point. So you mm-hmm. figure that was always part of the plan that Walker would know about, yeah, which is true. if we're blown here, extraction point B, C, D, whatever we have the, we have. Uh, Options, contingencies, yeah. just yeah. in case. Uh, of course, you think bike- they have like a big uh, Google Doc folder with all of this stuff just written out. <laughs> no, I think they're much I better they remembering the things than I am. They have a Slack. No one checks <laughs> yeah. it though. Uh, and so then that's where we get a cool another chase scene where the cops are chasing him. He's on a bike. He's wisping through the traffic, and it's just there's not do a lot that happens here choreography wise. The roundabout, do cool. the little roundabout, but it's mostly just about watching him tear through the streets of Paris on this bike, and it's cool. And it's cool because um, it feels practical and real, and it's mm-hmm. like it reminds me of fun moments in video games, and I feel like that's always a good thing for it, action scenes. It, in it reminded me of Uncharted Four. 
Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it's like, oh, you really accomplished this feeling of like I'm doing something even though I'm just watching Tom Cruise um, on a bike. Of course, he uh, he takes his eye off the road for one second, looks looks back, and as he looks forward, he misses the fact that there's a car in front of him. Car fucking slams him. He goes over the hood, uh, and and it's cool because I didn't I recognize this a little bit the first time. The second time, it's much more it's it's much more subtle than I gave it credit for. As he pops up, he just has the knife in his hand. Like he just kind of has it here. It's not a big. Let's see him take the knife out. He just kind of has it ready. Because oh, I thought there was a no, moment where he like, yeah, well, like but, but it's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. camera on the knife. Like yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. I got a knife, and you're like, oh, it's, what's he gonna do with his knife? And then he kind of runs over the bush, just limp dick, like falls into it. <laughs> and then all the cops come, and we get a great shot where it's just beautifully, it's beautifully filmed because you don't know what the fuck's going on. You think he's all gonna be there, and there's just a little hole in this net. And then we get uh, a similar shot to Mission Impossible Three, where they're in the boat, but it's not a triumph. We just get a very dull, like, it's quiet. drum. Yeah, like a so little, cool, this mission ain't over yet. We're, we're in the thick of it. Uh, no one's talking. And it's just like, we got to get this shit done. We did it. We nailed it. Um, yeah, well, the first moment I saw him pull out the knife, I immediately thought, like, oh, the, the, that's his only defense. Yeah, this I was like, what's going to happen? Yeah. It's yeah. not a good weapon to have. <laughs> but it is one of those things where it's like, Ethan is the most, like, prepared guy. Like, he crashed was oh, was already thinking of the next step. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Same with uh, Solomon Lane. We see the you were talking about it earlier about the like breathing, but like there's a little bit of build up before where he's like hyper, like trying yeah. to like yeah put more oxygen in his blood because he understands the next step. So cool, oh, love it. Uh, of course, they bring Lane up into this little tiny garage, and someone makes the mistake of opening the door before they get laying in. Who should be standing out there? A female police officer who is like, "What the fucking literal fuck are you guys doing?" And it's oh, such a you good, know what? such oh, a good scene because it's like, you, as an audience member, you're like, "Fuck, what are they gonna oh, do?" No, they're yeah. made. This is the little boy seeing the train sequence in Breaking Bad. Like, this is that oh, moment. Yeah. You're like, "Oh no!" Like, what do we do with this innocent human yeah. being that? needs to be nowhere exactly. near us right now and that doesn't know what's happening yeah. and once again Ethan is confronted with the choice do I make the hard choice here do I kill this innocent cop to save my team like for the greater good or or what and he can't do it he just goes walk away please in French she just goes just walk away and she pulls I, a gun and she's yeah. like get he's like guys get in the car and they start to get in the car and she's like stop you see Walker pull out the gun I thought Walker, Walker was gonna it. pull the meth yeah. Damon Barrett yeah. yeah I thought Walker yeah. was just gonna be like, fuck this yeah uh, uh, I didn't realize that, but thinking back, I think it's Walker who also opens the garage early. Maybe. I don't know. Because he was standing on that side. Yeah, I don't know if it was intentionally or not, but Uh, whoever did, they'd probably get the body in the car. Yeah, get the dude in the the car first before you open the car. Um, Either way, Saved by the Bell, one of Zola's team, which is uh, White Widow's Widow's brother, brother, they come and they shoot the cop. She's not dead yet. That's the important thing. They shoot her and they look over and they're like, we got to finish the job because we've already shot this cop. And Ethan has to make a choice. And you know what? He's like, fuck this. That choice is easy. Just quick draws and ices these motherfuckers. Mm. Just ices all four of them at the same time. Bah, 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 bah. Little John Wick style. Hell yeah. It's dope, right? Uh, I goes love that over. you wink at Tim, the only person who hasn't seen John Wick. I know what it <laughs> It's yeah, tactical, yeah, yeah, yeah. baby. Tactical. But it, you do get that moment, though, where like they're like, oh, Zola's going to want to talk to you. And uh, then they're like, go kill her. And like, yeah, there's a little buildup of the dude going about to shoot this girl in the face, and then yeah, everyone. Tom Cruise dead. just quick draws, yeah. yeah, quick draws in this guy and takes all of them out before they know what's going on. And she uh, totally wanted to fuck Tom Cruise. There was a moment where it was like, I, mean, I think she was trying like, not to shit her pants yeah, from getting shot in the stomach. Like I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> Ew, so Andy, so, okay, it's gross. <laughs> just it like, too just, far, dude. Like she was shy, but she was just like. Either way, he walks over and pulls up her radio and was like, "Radio it in, like mm. officer down, whatever." I uh, need assistance, and he's like, like 
kind of says, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's like, I'm basically. sorry. I'm really I sorry you. about this. But you Ethan, not now. Ethan. But like, you know, if you take credit for this, you're probably going to go like get lieutenant or whatever. Anyway, uh, they get in the car in a cool little like vintage BMW, which I thought was dope. Nice little touch. Uh, and they have a great moment where he uh, he goes he goes to Benji. I'm Walker, by the way. And Benji goes, it was this little car your idea? Yeah. Because he's just this gigantic <laughs> gorilla in this tiny little car. The second time that he introduces himself and gets. And nobody gives a fuck. No one gets, cares. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much reminiscent of like I'm Star-Lord. Who? Yeah. Star-Lord, you know, I like that. Um, and then, uh, of course, Ilsa catches up with him finally, sees all the bodies, uh, and realizes she's got to go on the run. Goes up, uh, catches him on a bridge, parks her Triumph motorcycle there, takes out her sniper rifle, and starts shooting at Lang. Uh, Ethan has a cool juke move where he, like, pulls underneath and goes, get out! And it's just him and Lang in the car, and everyone else scatters, and he takes it. This is where we get a lot of cool car choreography, where he does the e- he pulls the e-brake yeah. and spins off the fucking uh, the staircase, which is really, really cool. Uh, and then she catches up with him. And just a brutal scene where she gets off her bike and, and like looks at it, like points the gun at him and then kind of pulls it down for a second. Ethan's like, sorry, and guns it. Yeah. And she goes not only over the hood, but over the whole fucking yeah, dude. O- over the entire car uh, lands and he takes off and then she gets up and limps away as the cops come to get her. Something I really loved about this whole sequence um, from the Solomon be- being in the water to being captured, getting in the chase and all that stuff is he had the mask on the whole time. And I was really concerned that they're going to pull the mask off and it wasn't going to be him. and They're going to do some bullshit. They didn't. And I was like, oh, man, you guys, they got so good about when to use the mask bullshit and when not to do it. Six movies in. <laughs> I like that they pull off the burlap sack that they're covering because she had shot him and you possibly the, yeah, possibly had killed him. Yeah. But no, it's just he gets a little flesh wound. Can't, and then yeah, can't hear his, that well. <laughs> we also get the moment where he like. Thing. Is that Ilsa? No, he goes, yeah. that, that was Ilsa. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shut and, up, and he dude. Goes, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just fucking with Ethan the whole time. Because remember, when he sees Ethan the first time, he's like, it's good to see you again. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck you. But oh. and that, that's also to be like, oh, he's fucking planning. Like, you know, yeah. this is part of his plan. Mm-hmm. Well, again, it just goes back to that moment with him and Walker in the car where Walker's like, he's going to recognize you. Like, what's he going to do when he blows your cover? Yeah, like, yeah, we'll yeah, figure yeah. that out. We'll yeah. burn that bridge when we get there. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. We'll burn that bridge when we get there. Yeah, that's good Best point. line in the franchise. Burn the bridge. Love, Love it. it. Uh, yeah. uh, so, of course, they get they take him back to yet another warehouse. A lot of warehouses in this. Wait, what's real up? quick. One more thing. I also like that we get another scene where she's just standing there next to her motorcycle, kind of like we did when they first met, and he just fucking hits her. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so... They take Lang back to a warehouse where he's got a tracker in his face. But they figured out that he had a tracker by the way on the boat, and they put a little nicotine patch on it, which I thought was cool to like kill the signal from mm-hmm. going out. Uh, bring him back to this warehouse, and Luther has to figure out how to get the tracker out of his neck, which is like a weird technology that I guess sucks the thing out. Yeah. But then also we learn later shoots one another one of their thing in. You figure they could have just retuned it. Doesn't matter. Well, uh, I, I doubt they could change it because right because then whoever put the tracker in initially would know where he is. Probably, and that's what they were trying to. Solid call. Either way, here uh, as he's doing that, we're hearing cops kind of closing on him. We get. A great back and forth with Ethan where he goes you should have killed me Ethan the end you always feared is coming the fallout of all of your good intentions boom boom Uh, and Ethan is like trying to be tough but he kind of knows he's like this guy is not one to fuck around Mm. and I'm kind of fucked here Uh, either way they as the cops are about to call they pull the thing out put a little tracker in a drone which I thought was cool and it just just self flies out and you you hear hear the sirens sirens move very very cool Uh, obviously the cops put the tracker on him Uh, get him up you're mine now but Ethan tries to act tough but it's not going to be there Um, let's see Ethan meets up with uh, the white widow and she's like, "What the fuck happened?" He goes, "Listen, your brother's plan sucked, donkey dick. If he if he's a dipshit, uh, I don't trust him. I had to improvise. If his plan, he would have killed everyone. Everyone would have got caught. Everyone would have died. It wouldn't have worked. 
Uh, and she goes, listen, all right, cool, I don't give a shit, but let's talk about, uh, let's talk about this girl, Ilsa. Like, uh, what's what's her deal? What's up? What's up with her? She killed a bunch of my dudes. I don't like that. Uh, so here's, the, guess what? My price up. just went up. Yeah. Uh, you're going to bring her to me. Otherwise, you don't meet the courier at all, and the plutonium goes to the highest bidder. And he goes, you know what? Not a problem. She's yours. I don't give a fuck. But he does give a fuck. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, the White Widow steals just an aggressive kiss. Just like a, like your mind, dude. I like how you put that. Just aggressive, right? Uh, she goes, go to London, follow the instructions. Uh, and then, of course, Ilsa just is kind of there, kind of knows where he is Always. all the time, uh, sees this whole thing happen, is not shaken. She follows Hunt, uh, and they have a cool little scene here where everything's kind of shot with a lot of symmetry, which mm-hmm. I like. We've seen a lot of profiles. Um, and they have a back and forth where she goes, listen, she says, she tells him the same thing. You need to walk away. Uh, he tells her, you need to walk away in this because this person's going to kill you. So it's like a reversal of what she said to him when they originally get there. Uh, and she goes, I can't do that. Uh, and then he kind of just figures out, oh, you were here to protect Lark. Uh, you needed him to break Lane out because you have to kill Lane. That's the whole thing. It divines this a little bit, but he's mm-hmm. smart, and we just go with it because we're tired of getting a lot of blinds. It he just kind of figures it out, right? I, I think it makes sense from her being on the bridge, only taking shots at Lane. Right, you he know? figured it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she goes, "Listen, too many countries want a piece of Lane, and he knows a too lot about. Countries. He knows way too much about British intelligence. MI6 can't leave him alive. We got to kill him. Um, it sucks that after two years, MI6 is still not cool with her." Where it's like, damn, she was undercover well, but also never, for two it years. It sucks that they're still, no one's cool with Ethan, but uh, don't trust governments. Right. Uh, and he goes, listen, but you were out, you were free. And she goes, we were never really free. You know, this is how I come home. This is how I get back in because I, I, I can't be free. I have to just work for MI6 and this is how they get me back in. You would think at this point, though, that like, one small flaw is if other organizations have had Lang for six fucking years mm-hmm. or two years, two rather, years. they would have milked him for all the information that it's worth. It's like they always say, like, if you've had someone in captivity for two years, anything they know is useless now because the shit is it's either old, outdated, old yeah. outdated or people have figured out that that guy's burned and but they're just going to move on. You got to imagine he's been still sending out messages to the apostles, making things happen. Well, obviously he has, uh, right? Because uh, he's been coordinating with, with August Walker. Uh, <laughs> August Walker. Uh, she goes, I'm going to get to him one way or the other, so please don't make me go through you. And Ethan has, uh, and then he's like, I'm not going to, but stop and then they part ways and then of course this is where we get that other dream sequence of julia uh where it's Ethan, it's julia and lang he's there and then when ethan wakes up who's Larry, who's looking at him lane's just staring at him like what's up dog it's like dog? the happy gilmore dream sequences exactly like, like that. Where it's his, a lot like that yeah. where there's pictures and later hosted yeah, the and blonde like, girl is yeah. like making out with the with shooter mcgavin <laughs> uh, he gets a call from the white widow are you ready to meet the courier ilsa is tracking that call because she's just sitting maybe like five feet away from her ilsa, the only thing i don't like about this is that ilsa just seems to know where everyone is yeah and it's not really plausible but it doesn't matter she's good at tracking people she's good at her job um they take Solomon to another spooky underground bunker where they find none other than Alec Baldwin. Agent or Secretary Hunley is there. He wants to know what the hell is happening. Uh, they sedate Lane. Uh, shit, what the hell did I just do? Ah, I lost it. Uh, sorry, one sec, guys. Uh, oh, I have to explain it. They see, they. they they sedate Lane and lock him into a cell with a camera on him. Very important point. After explaining everything to Hunley, they tell him that they're going to just meet the courier and hand over Lane, but it's going to, uh, but it's really going to be Benji. Ben, this is a bit to Benji's surprise. He's like, what? I know. I don't like this. People are trying to kill this motherfucker. Ilsa's going to kill me instead. Why does that have to be me? me? And then yeah, him and Luther have that great back and forth. Luther's like, like, look at me, look at me. Why can't it be Luther? He's like, come on, dude. Um, uh, of course... There, Benji's not excited. Why does that have to be? Why do I have to be Lane? Because that's not our biggest problem. Ilsa's trying to kill Lane, and Benji's like, now she's trying to kill me. The great back and forth here. Uh, Hunley tells him that the meeting is a trap. 
The White Widow has been working for the CIA the entire time. Bargaining is her uh, bargaining for immunity is her stock and trade. She's going to hand over everyone uh, in exchange for her freedom. The Apostles, John Lark, the Plutonium, everyone, because uh, it's going to buy her a lot of goodwill with the Americans. Basically, Sloan. Um, and then he goes, if she knew it was a trap, uh, if she knew this was a trap, like why would she be doing all this? Stuff? Because everyone, I guess, I don't know. This is where we start getting Hunley accusing Ethan of being Lark. Uh, you know. And he's like, I got to hand it to you, Ethan. Normally, when people refer to you as your own worst enemy, it's just a figure of speech. Alec Baldwin he throws down all the that, comedy. Yeah, he throws yeah, down yeah. that dossier with like all the information that's been fed to right. Sloan and everything. And but this is him like playing, acting. yeah, acting right. for mm-hmm. Lark. Yeah, right? of course, uh, for, for to, to try to ensnarl Walker. Walker. Of course, the dossier, the dossier is a trap. This is what Latham, uh, Ethan fires back. He's like, this all, this whole thing's a trap. This is what Lane wants. Uh, there are still two cores in the wind, uh, and he goes, but you lost them, right? Um, and uh, Hunley goes, I've been given a choice to protect you or the IMF. And guess what? I'm bringing you in. Uh, and if and then Ethan goes, if I refuse. And then he goes, what do you think he's here for? It's a great scene where he points. He's like, what do you think he's here for? He's a fucking assassin. Like, you refuse. He's going to kill you. They look over and Walker goes, this is the job. No hard feelings. And it was a cool great. little moment. That was a great moment. Uh, this mission is terminated. And Ethan goes, nope. And, and just tranks Hunley. Just as to really... Hopefully very good with all this anesthesia because he could kill people with all this tricks. <laughs> putting it out there. Uh, he goes, we have 50 minutes uh, before the meeting. You in or you out. Uh, Walker's in. And Benji needs to get ready. So they send Benji over to get ready to scan Lane's face. Make up Benji. Uh, another cool shot. Another cool dolly shot where they put the mask on him. And then all of a sudden he becomes Lane, which I thought was just very well done in this. They don't really call a lot of attention to it, but it's done. And it's mm-hmm. cool. I mean, I um, think they did. I think that there was a lot of attention where it, it stood on that shot for long enough for you to know something was up. Yep. Where I was like, are they flipping somebody? But it's like, it's not clear that they did. So that's, that's where when the reveal it happens, yep. it's really good. Yeah. yeah. I, so they take the first time watching it, I had no clue. Like it totally it's, bamboozled it's me. It's fucking great. They take him out. They go walk. Walker, you gotta you gotta stay here and watch Lang. Walker's like, I'm on it. They bounce, uh, and Walker immediately starts gathering his shit, putting weapons on him, walks over to Lane and he's like, uh, wakes him up with the stuff uh, and goes, uh, Lane goes, call the apostles, warn me. He goes, you know, I have no way of contacting them. Breaks character. He's like, let's go. No, I'm staying here. Uh, I'm not done with Ethan yet. And they start to argue and it's revealed that Walker wrote that manifesto. He's like, you know, because uh, he goes, he quotes the manifesto and Walker goes, when I wrote those fucking lines, I didn't mean it was going to be some personal vendetta between you and Ethan. Like this, this pissing contest needs to stop. I'm getting you the fuck out of here right now. Right. Um, what I don't understand, though, is how did they prevent the original Lane from saying anything? I wonder like, if he was doped up. Still. They probably doped him up. I don't know. Like I mean, the real lane, like they just walked him yeah, out, and he was out. just standing there, and like he could have been like, "Hey, fucking he yeah, yeah." Either way, Walker. Sound though, he's like, "The real me is right here." No, did not. <laughs> did he get it right that time. Uh, either way, uh, Ethan Walker gets pissed, and he's like, "I'm I'm fucking tired of all these games." Sloan was right, right. She's like, "The IMF is Halloween. It's nothing but a bunch of grown men wearing masks," and that's when he realizes it. Yeah, it's like. Fuck. I got played. And it looks, and there's a great moment where, the, and to the actor's credit, the guy that plays Solomon Lane's like, like gives yeah. it the Benji look. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what? What's going on? Uh, so good. It was really, really good. Walker this was walks. one of those moments. Did it get to you? I had to pause, put the controller down, and just be like, this is amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This is yes. so fucked. It was like, let's you realize, go, boys. Yeah. Because yeah. you realize everything Alec Baldwin did, everything in that scene was all just a fucking red herring. To get this, it's just a clever ruse. Ball was it great, great moment. Walks over, rips the mask off, and is like motherfucker. And then who is not sedated? Chick, do you motherfucker? Hunley, right behind him. Right, yeah. pulls a gun on him. Right, Walker, of course, being the fucking assassin badass he is, gets the gun out of Hunley's hands. 
<laughs> looks at it, starts pulling the trigger. He's like, oh, no bullets in that one, huh? Bet there's bullets in this one. You were doing so well up until that point. <laughs> Just fucking with him. Yeah. Which I personally wouldn't have done knowing what this guy's capable of, but yeah, whatever. You feel like, you figure Alec Baldwin's character has seen some shit. What if he just like grabbed the gun and then like just broke his arm and yeah. pieces? Yeah, <laughs> not like, good. Not good. <laughs> uh, but either way, they lead Walker out and Ethan's there uh, with Luther and the real lane. And uh, Walker tries to pass it off like, I'm just playing the character. I'm playing along. I'm still on the hunt for this thing. Um, Ethan still could be the bad guy. And uh, but Hunley goes like, Hunley goes like, where do we get all this information from? And Walker's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where Sloan got all this information from. Guess what? Sloan's on the phone. She goes, I got it from you, motherfucker. Oh, you are the shit. bad guy. Great service in that. Yeah. Great service. Well, no, yeah, it is satellites, yeah, you know, sure. direct links. It's spy world. It's different. Right. You know? uh, meanwhile, Sloan's different like, <laughs> Sloan's like, listen, I'm tired of all this shit. I'm bringing all of you fuckers in. The lights go out. Team come. Tactical team comes in. She's like, I don't trust anyone in this thing so to get this dumb. plutonium. I I'm bringing like all part. you in. We're, like gonna, we're gonna sort it out in Washington. Somehow Ilsa pops in at this point too, because she's just a wraith that knows where everything is. Uh, I like this one point though, where Ethan goes, "Listen, all the threats are in this room. So if we just contain this, we'll be good. We've got it handled." And he goes, "Do you?" Like he goes, oh, "We we have." He's like, I, he says something where he's like, uh, "Yeah." He goes, "Basically, we." I got a fucking stupid call. Uh, the only real threats are in this room, and we have them. So we've got on a lock. If we can just control this, we're good. And Walker looks at him and goes, do you? Because all those, all this team is his team, right? Mm. You figure. And if it's his team, guess yeah, who they are? Apostles. apostles. Yeah. I, see, I just didn't like this. because I, I didn't felt like, like it, it, it was like, one, two it extra bamboozles. Yeah, it's like yeah. We, we just had this bamboozle moment that was great. This just kind of feels like here's a bunch of people we don't know. Oh, they are people we actually don't know. Oh, they're, they're your people. It's very confusing, and this is the, this is my least favorite part of the movie as well. Because Ilsa's there. Everyone's there. There's no good blocking as to who's where. We don't yep. know what the fuck's going on. It's dark as hell. It's dark as fuck. There's a lot of firing back and forth, but it's not that big of a space. So you figure people would have Yeah, nobody's getting shot. Nobody's getting shot. Well, well except for... <laughs> Except uh, Hunley uh, sees that Walker's got a beat on Ethan and goes after him and then gets stabbed, unfortunately. Uh, again, proving like Walker's a badass and Hunley, unfortunately, gets stabbed. Uh, but Walker makes it out of the way. More like stabber. Damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, as, as Lane, I guess, is leaving, I think Luther hits him with a tracker, like turns his tracker on. And then Ethan goes to run after Walker. Does he and catch him? We'll have to find out in just a second. Because yeah. this episode is brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees. So you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started. So you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts. Experts alike view easy to understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood's giving listeners of Kind of Funny Morning Shows a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at morningshow.robinhood.com. That's morningshow.robinhood.com. Exactly, exactly. And also, shout out to HelloFresh. HelloFresh. <laughs> <laughs> HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step -step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Uh, Gia's been doing this a lot. I've been loving it. It's real simple. She's, she's been doing all the cooking, but it's really easy for her. She's been saying the instructions are great. She has this binder 
filled with all the recipes. Mm-hmm. She loves keeping all of them. Uh, HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes. Um, they do all the meal planning, shopping, and prepping, so you can just focus on a healthier you and a happier family. Fresh pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow six-step pictured recipe cards are delivered to your door each week in a special insulated box. It's crazy. You just get this box. It's like this big. It has a bunch of bags in it, little like Ziploc bags. You just put them in the fridge, and when you look at the instructions, it is just like, it's like Legos. Oh. It's, just, it's just like Legos, wow. but you get to eat it at the end. Uh, you can eat Legos you get to, to three don't, plans don't to choose from. Oh, no. Classic, veggie, and family with the option to switch between four when your tastes change. Simple, enjoyable, easy, delicious. Uh, Gia's been loving HelloFresh. I loved the roasted pork tenderloin that she made and also the sirloin carne asada tacos. Divine. Ladies and gentlemen, do they have like a, 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 a like a teriyaki option? And it's always changing. It's always changing. You gotta Great. look. You gotta see what's going on. Uh, for eighty dollars off your first month of HelloFresh, go to hellofresh.com/morning80 and enter code morning80. It's like receiving eight meals free. Again, for eighty dollars off your first month of HelloFresh, go to hellofresh.com/morning80 and enter code morning80. Nick. Back to the plot. As he's about to run out, <laughs> Luther <laughs> stops him and turns on Ethan's tracker, Sigmund Farrow Oriaz, which I thought was a cool little thing. Well, he shoot, or, no, he, he turns on Ethan. He shoots Ethan oh, with a tracker. Right, 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 right. Which that is was like, really cool. Was actually. Like, he's, like, ah, he's like, go get that son of a bitch. So Ethan runs out and, of course, runs right into a bunch of dudes who are either apostles or CIA. It doesn't matter. They're all the bad guys. Uh, they're chasing after him. He runs into a uh, some sort of cathedral and just a big, the biggest funeral you've ever seen. And I love this scene because he stops and he's like, I'm so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> goes one way, this guy's coming down. Goes the other way, guys. I'm really sorry about this guy. Yeah. Bolts. Take a right, Ethan. And he's like, I can't, I can't. take a right right no, here. No, no. But before we get that, he goes, why is he running in circles? And then it cuts and he's running up a spiral staircase yeah. up to the top. Uh, jumps and then gets to the top of the building. And guess what we get? That's right. We had to wait an hour and a half. But we finally got it. Ethan is running. Just so fast. Pull out on the top of this building. His uh, and arms move at such a speed. And at that it's point, so I, scary. all it the guys behind me. him are like, we just we can't catch up to him. Yeah. It's like Tokyo Drift. They're going too fast. We don't even try. Yeah. Uh, start jumping from to- <laughs> jumping from building to building. and uh, uh, We get this awesome jump scene. We get, of course, the scene in this when Ethan does jump. Finally, and he breaks. This is the scene where he breaks his foot and limps away, which is like, so but a great stunt. Karma. And a great stunt, not only that, because I specifically I was watching for this one, I was waiting for it. It starts so much farther back than the jump. Normally, we would get a cut where you just see him jump. They track him for yeah, a long 200 time. feet before yeah. he does this jump. And it's so good. Yeah, the camera movement's great, too. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so great. We got Superman in this movie, but no, no, no. It's Tom Cruise no. leaping yeah. tall buildings in a single It's battle. great. Whoa, uh, yeah. all right. And this is where we go. Benji Kill tells him to turn team. right. Submit that one. <laughs> now, Benji's like, you got to turn right, turn right. Oh, sorry, left. The screen lock was on. Uh, and then Ethan goes <laughs> into, gets into the building and just... Disrupts these people's day. This is the most action these these tech nerds have seen in their entire life. Uh, they're all looking at him, and he goes, "You gotta go. You gotta go left right now." And he goes, "Got it." Looks over, grabs the chair, throws it out the window. But I love how the lady gets up, like, "Yeah, you can use that. You can, you can yeah, use yeah, my chair." Yeah. 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 Like, what's going on here? He's like, "Sorry, everyone." Just really apologetic across the yeah. board. And then and then Benji's like, "What are you waiting for?" And he goes, I'm by jumping out of a window. <laughs> and Benji, oh, sorry, I had 2D on. And, goes, and goes, I love that everyone like, like, uh, hears him say that. Yeah. And then, like, they're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I love, like, and I, one thing I also really appreciate is that they keep cutting back to Luther whenever Benji fucks up. And Luther's just like, God damn it. Yeah. God damn it, Benji. Hey, it's man, fun. I get it, though. You know, there's a bunch of knobs and switches. <laughs> it's, and it's not easy. It's not a perfect yeah. science. Uh, of course, then we get this. You get the moment where he's like, I'm jumping out of the window. And Benji goes, oh. 
good luck. Yeah. Like, this is not going to be good. He jumps up a three-story way. He was up there. Yeah. And I don't know if they did this practically or not, but that that landing was brutal. But he lands, panda rolls, gets up, starts running, and starts catching up, actually, with Walker uh, as they round over to the Tate Museum, which I hope to go to when we go to London to meet and greet. Uh, uh, Let's Tate Museum? That's what it's called, yeah. Tate. Oh, Tate. Tate. I thought it was a museum of tape. And I was yeah. like, oh, a lot of Kevin cap. would love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, Kevin's not as excited for this museum as he was <laughs> when it was the tape museum. Uh, Ethan spots Walker. Uh, Walker's running into this bell tower thing. Not really a bell tower, just a very big tower. Uh, he runs in after him and just in a dumb plan. Decides to jump onto the bottom of this old elevator. He's just desperate. And he's just point. desperate. Looks up and Walker's just staring at him with Another a gun. Another scene where as an audience member, I'm like, oh, shit. What's it's, he gonna do? It's a great aw shit moment, but it again, it's what's his face showing off how like he understands the next step. Ethan chilling there, totally can get killed by him, but he knows that now, like, dude's working for uh Lane. He's working for Lane. So he's not what? gonna kill him. Lane, still Lane has wants plans him alive. For you. Yeah. Lane wants you alive. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna turn yourself in and watch the world burn. Ethan's like, why would I do that? And then just the f- most fucked up thing takes out a, p- a picture and lays it on the grate. And who do <sighs> yeah. we see? It's Julia. He's like, basically, if you don't walk away from this, I'm going to kill her. Who's like, she played have, by? Monahan? Mon- uh, Michelle Monahan. Michelle Monahan. I believe is her name. We can look that up. I, it is. I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, and it sucks. Uh, Walker, of course, the elevator stops. Walker goes up to the top of the roof. Ethan has a little juke move where he climbs up too and gets up onto the top of this thing. That doesn't look like it's got an exit, but I guess it must have an exit. I'm, I'm pretty sure those two, the elevator and that, were shot in completely different locations. Doesn't but matter. Doesn't matter. Real quick, though. We're just... He held on to the bottom oh, yeah. of an elevator that was what, conversation. at least eight stories. <laughs> I feel like Bond Insane. did that in a movie. That was done in another movie too, where I think like I think Daniel Craig did that in a Bond movie. I think he did it in uh, Skyfall, where he just the guy's like going up on the glass elevator and he just goes whoop, and grabs it, and you just see him go up. Either way, really cool, crazy, really cool. Really stunt. cool. Uh, of course, too little, too late. He gets up there, and Walker is already on the helicopter with Lane. Lane just looks at him as the helicopter pulls out and takes off. Very reminiscent of Phyllis Fiumar Hoppin flying off in the helicopter yep. and kind of waving. He's like, later, man. Yeah. Uh, we go back to the hideouts, and they start going, and Luther's going over the schematics for these three nukes, uh, and they're not easy to defuse. Basically, any attempt to defuse one bomb sets the other off, and once the countdown has started, it basically can't be stopped. So technically, this is a suicide mission where we're going to go and find these things. No, it's the opposite, right? Like, it can't be stopped unless the countdown starts. Well, they figure that well, out later. Well, later, later. Mm. That's what they figure yeah. out later. But basically, these bombs are unstoppable. They're the best the best designed bombs ever. Uh, and then there's a nice little scene here where Luther tells Ilsa about Julia. He pulls her aside. And I, love like, this. It's really I love good. this. I love this I hate how she doesn't care, though. She does. It's but a great conversation, but, but literally five seconds later, she, he's like, hey, are you coming? And she's like, fuck yeah, I'm coming. It's like, well, he just told you not to come. He was like, don't come. Basically, This yeah. is going to make his life harder. Yeah. He's like, if he, if he has more things to focus on, then it's gonna it's it's not going to be good. It's not going to end well. If less things, less things is better, so I'm asking you not to come. But Ilsa is, that's not what she is to Ethan. Yeah. To Ethan, she's like, I'm part of this team. I'm, mm. I'm going to be ride or die with him. Like, I think I'm better if I'm with by his side than if I'm running in the wind like Julia is. Because I'm not going to be a ghost to basically haunt him for the rest of his life. I'm going to be right here fucking fighting with him. Uh, I love how emotional uh, Luther gets as well. Yeah. So I think it was yeah. really, really good acting. That, yeah. that, that was a, a very for a long time. brilliant really moment. Yeah. So. Uh, now what sucks is that also like that's the moment where you come to understand like, oh man, uh, Julia is fucked. Like her entire life, regardless of her relationship with Ethan, yeah. screwed. She just has to be in hiding, doing like aliases and shit like that, yeah. even though their relationship is done. Her bad, dude. Well, they said, yeah. and, and they set this up. We don't know. No, get a it lot. was Ethan's bad. We don't he get, shouldn't her have. Bad. Two uh, years ago, when, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the friend. Philip Seymour Hoppin? No, yeah. no, no, no. Luther? 
Luther was like, hey, don't do this. You're going to fuck up everyone's life. He was 100% right. And it's sad because he talks about it. He's like, they were happy for a while. Like, he mm-hmm. quit the game. They were happy for a while. But every time something happened, Ethan, like, was sad because he want, he should have been there to help it out. And she realized that. And she realized that he wasn't happy in the relationship. And so they broke up. But unfortunately, as, as, a, as a reaction to that, or because of that, mm. she had to go into the wind and become a ghost. Occasionally, she sends up a red flag just to let everyone know she's okay. She's good at but it. She's, and she's good at it because I taught her. And yeah. Luther says, I taught her myself. That's why she's good at it. Yeah. Um, and, of course, that. so he says, basically, she's like, why are you telling me this? And he goes, because you're fucking with Ethan. You need to go. And she's like, I'm not going to go anywhere. And he immediately just tells Ethan, I'm coming with you. And he goes, cool. Uh, how do we find them? Well, guess what? The microwave tracker. You turn it back on. And uh, actually, I guess he says, we took out one tracker and put our own tracker in, which I was like, I guess you would have done that because you know how how slippery this guy is. Uh, So they track him. Uh, He's right now he's flying over Europe and uh, we're going to go there and meet him there for the end. Uh, And the guy goes, should we call the CIA? And he goes, fuck that. They're infiltrated. We got to go. We're on our own. We're going to Kashmir, which, of course, was the site where they said the smallpox thing goes off. Uh, but I love that they keep asking, like, why were th- why are they targeting this area? Well, yeah, and that's and so they set up the fact that yeah. there is a uh, uh, medical aid foundation, like a WHO organization, there to have cleaned up the smallpox epidemic. And he's like, why would they want? So the smallpox was a, a guise to get this organization there. But he's like, why would they want this 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 mm. this aid this small relief area, yeah. thing to be here? Why would they want that? Uh, by the way, Kashmir just looks fucking stunning. I absolutely want to go there. It's gorgeous. There's also that line on oh, the in the elevator, the guardian yeah, angel. Yeah, the guardian angel where we get payoff for that later where he's yeah. like, I'm her guardian angel. If anything happens, like if you are seen anywhere, dead. Dead. Uh and then they 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 uh, just kind of throw out that the fact that this like this area is on a fault line of all this clean water that basically supplies water to like fucking every country, like Russia, China, India, and Southern California, all these places. Um That's- if they nuke this, it's gonna fucking kill a lot of people basically yeah. it'll poison the water for a lot of countries um they that, can't they can't i'm sorry that moment of rebecca ferguson realizing that in the like i think they were in the helicopter and in a plane or something but she's like oh shit like this will kill this a third all of the population the, yeah man. all the crops for that feeds a third of the world's population right. it's like wow that's a, intense very intense. well done um and i like that it's not the world's gonna end but it is like uh we're gonna fuck up the world severely in this mm-hmm. we definitely want this to stop uh they still don't understand why there's a medical camp there but uh let's see benji then goes oh shit i think i figured it out if we can get the key out of the detonator right uh the other two can cut the fuses and we'll we can defuse these bombs but the catch is the countdown has to have started so we have to let the bombs start the countdown, and then we can do all this stuff. We got to go to the stuff and go, cool, well, that's our plan. Great. They get to the camp. Uh, uh, Lane starts setting up the bomb and all that stuff and, tell, and then goes tells Walker to get out of here. He goes, you have 15 minutes to reach minimum safe distance. Just bounce. I'm staying here. This ends with me. Uh, the team gets to the medical camp. I end here. Uh, and there's signals everywhere, of course, because there's radiation everywhere because they got like, like uh, x-ray, machines. x-ray machines, all that yeah. stuff. And then we get it. We finally realize why there's medical camp there. We hear her go, Ethan. And he turns around. Who's there? Julia. Wifey. Fuck. And this was a point I didn't see necessarily coming when I watched this the first time. I was like, oh, uh-huh. fuck. That's a de- that's fucked up. Like, you're going to die there, and you're going to have to watch the woman you love get nuked, and you can't do shit about it? That's some fucked up shit. That's some revenge right there. Um, uh, of course, Ethan calls himself Rob, and he's like, oh, we're co-workers. And, the, and Julia brings over her new husband, uh, Dick McDickerton. Uh, Eric, who I don't like this guy at all. He seemed like he was he's trying to be like nice. He was trying to be super nice oh. and be like, oh, this is your friend? I'm yeah, not, he's I'm, on vacation. No, I'm working. Yeah, that no, was another great moment of a, like, 
But, yeah. but he's totally the guy that's like, oh no, I'm totally okay with your new w- w- with your ex boyfriend hanging out with us. Totally great with this. I'm not insecure about this at all. Trust me. Trust he me. Know it's an ex-boyfriend. Come on over. Come on over. At that he point, fucking he knew they yeah. banged. Yeah. I, I would nick on this when one. Tom Cruise, yeah. when they banged. When you, if your chick knows Tom Cruise, they banged. You see what I'm saying? Fact, like if my wife dude. was like, oh, I know Tom, I'd be like, oh, man, they banged. I know Tom. Uh, either way, uh, would you get that great line where she's like, he's on vacation. He goes, no, I'm working. And you, and she realizes shit's going down. Mm-hmm. We have some right. guardian angel talk here, too, right? Uh, a little bit later, I think we get no. the moment where she's like, oh, yeah, our guardian angel came out of nowhere and like got us here. Because they paid for everything and and built this essentially, right? And so yeah, we get the idea that that Lane set this whole thing up and 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 requested specifically. He said, "I'll fund the whole thing, but if it has to be it, you two. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, "Cool, that's great." And at that point, I'd have been like, "Someone's trying to kill me," because I've been on. I've, this is not good. But either way, I'm Julia, in. not that well trained. Uh, of course, Eric's like, "Hey, I'll leave you guys together. I'm gonna go pack up the rest of the shit. You guys hang out." Uh, Ethan's like, "Cool." Pulls her aside and just goes, "I'm fucking sorry," and then runs. He's like, "Julia, I'm sorry." And again, Bounces. we get another moment of him fucking the super <laughs> running. Right. But, like, but this time we have the like perspective of uh, Julia because mm-hmm. the camera kind of like pans out wide and we see that. And it's just one of those things like he is unhuman. <laughs> you know, he's just moving like no one should. So fast. Uh, of course, Luther and Benji find, look look over and they see something that looks like a weird telecommunications like thing and mm-hmm. realize it's the bomb. Pull that first bomb down. Uh, Luther goes to work um, as uh, Ethan spots Walker. Heading like he's got the detonator. He sees him going into the helicopter uh, and he goes, it's too late. And Ethan goes, nope, I'm going to get that detonator. Benji's like, it's too late. Nah, I'm going to get it. Nah, Ethan just starts running toward you the helicopter. You just have to trust me. I'm and this is it. when, yeah, and this is when Ilsa goes, what the hell is he doing? And Benji goes, you know what? I find it best not to look. <laughs> like, and he fucking, like the balls on this guy grabs the, the, pa- the payload and just goes up with the helicopter with it. Just so cool. Hanging. And another practical stunt where some dude, I think it was actually Tom Cruise, is just hanging off this line like hundreds of feet above the air, attached to a helicopter, and then just starts gym class climbing it. <laughs> like, you know, the kind of thing that used to make Andy a little hard. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Does your wiener feel good? Mm-hmm. Wiener, wiener. No, Andy, don't phrase it that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he gets to the top and he tries to, he like does the thing where he tries to hook his leg over onto like a landing sled and then misses and drops. Yeah. And it's like another, oh, my God. oh fuck moment. And then it's revealed as the helicopter pulls up that he's hanging onto the bottom of it. It's like totally. That's another thing where the pra- practicality so really sells it because yeah. it's like you get a it's, gut it's moment. Just like, oh. a dude trying to like jungle gym up. There's nothing impressive about that when it's CG and whatever. But right. when you can tell it's somebody and then they miss, it gives your your stomach that well, dropping feeling. What's worse is like you see him put his foot on the black part that is not stable, and that's what tilts over. And it's just like, holy shit. Like my palms were sweating at that moment. I'm like, and I'd already Easily seen it, you know. I, I knew that he fell and caught himself. Uh. Uh, Julia, of course, finds catches up with Luther, and he's like, "Hey, what's going?" On? She's like, "Cut the shit! What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> Meanwhile, Benji's like, "You should get her out of there." And Luther just goes, "Where's she gonna She's go?" Here. Wait, <laughs> he catches. She catches up with Luther as he's starting to disarm a nuclear bomb, yeah. she's like, and she's like, "Is, is that what I think it is?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is." <laughs> and she goes, "Cool. How, can, what can, I, how yeah. can I help?" And he goes, "You know what? Fuck it." Like you get get give me the thing and they have a great back and forth. She's like, remember, I'm not yeah. like I'm a doctor, not a like a like a tech guy. The green like, tweezers, like, the green tweezers. Got it. Thank you very much. This is a nice little and it's it's a good moment because you know that these people know each other. They have a yeah. past. And yeah. They got a past and it's cool. Uh, Ethan radios. Uh, of course, we see him. Uh, we cut back to Ethan. He's hanging off the bottom of the thing. Climbs it again. Finally makes it over to the what are those little things called? The little uh, sleddy no thingies. 
The landing gear, landing I guess. Gear. Yeah, it's landing sure. gear. Uh, makes it over. Gets into the helicopter, much to the incredible surprise of the guy in the back seat. I love it. I mean, you got it. Guy's like, "What the fuck? Like, where did you come from?" I feel like his reaction is totally real. It's of like, so good. Wait, how? How yeah. are you how on this? this? Uh, Ethan bounces that guy out. Meanwhile, the, the the guy accidentally shoots the pilot. The thing goes into a spin. Ethan gets control of it and goes radios back to Benji. I'm in the helicopter, and he goes, what? "How the fuck did you get in the helicopter?" Everyone's and he's like, "Do you even know how to pilot a helicopter?" Yeah, yeah, we, uh, Ferguson um, says that, right? Yeah. And it it's funny because I guess the character doesn't 100% know how to pilot a no, helicopter. No, because he's trying to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, he understands the, the he understands yeah, he's it. Like, maybe okay, he's like, okay, yeah, it, the air con- or power, speed. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, uh, it's cutting back and forth between Julia helping to, to disarm this bomb. They're cool as cool as a cucumber. Uh, cuts back to the helicopter. Ethan realizes something's dragging. Looks down and sees the package and realizes, oh, I can use this package. Yeah, to down the other one. To down the other helicopter. Uh, finds a little button that says package control, whatever. Payload. A payload, that's what it is. <clears throat> uh, gets up, pulls up, right? Uh, and just... And all these scenes look great. Oh, they're so, so great. good. <laughs> and IMAX, why do yeah. they look good? Because they stuck a camera on a helicopter An and IMAX Tom Cruise... Yeah, and Tom Cruise learned how to fly a helicopter. Yeah. Took very, him very three well. months of every day learning how to fly. Not just fly, but like stunt very fly. Uh, yeah, like, a helicopter. Really, really cool. Very few people in the world know how to do yeah. this. Uh, or very few people have learned that quickly. Like, I remember oh, when, yeah. the, the, during the morning show watching that feature yeah. in where Christopher McQuarrie's like, nobody's ever learned how to fly a helicopter this fast. <laughs> like, it's intense. What is wrong with this guy? I like to think that he, like, Ethan Hunt is like, like that's he, who he really yeah. is. Tom Cruise is the character. Yeah, uh, really good at sketching faces. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, Ethan, of course, gets up above him and he goes and he literally says, "Hold this for me, would you?" Takes the package and meanwhile, but the helicopter pilot sees it and dodges it. And then we get a great moment where have, like they start chasing each other down like through the trench run, like like it's in the Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We get a great moment where Henry Cavill just looks over and goes, "Fuck." Turns around, pulls out a 50 cal, yeah. and just starts unleashing fury on that yeah. back helicopter. And it's so cool because they're flying, and he's he's going back and forth as Cavill goes to the other side to shoot him, then the other side to shoot him, and he's dodging, and it's really, and really great. They have those like incendiary round bullets that like the trackers, y- the tracers, yeah, the, rather. The, it does the little like line of yeah, fire. Every, and just, every like fourth bullet is like makes it look like so you can see where your fire is going. Right. It's really cool. The tracers it's and the so cool. Uh, all, all this stuff looks great. Uh, let's see. I didn't know uh, that. Ju- cool. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't know if you know that, but the, yeah, they paint like there's some rounds that are like that flash red, so you can see as you're firing mm, where your rounds are going cool. with 50 cal. It's really cool. Um, of course, they're having a great conversation. Cut back and forth. Luther and, uh, and Julia are hanging out, and she's like, "So how's Ethan?" And he goes, "Well, you know, same <laughs> old Ethan." And it cuts back, and he's getting hammered like 50 cal rounds. He's dodging him in a helicopter. <laughs> really, really fun little back and forth there. Uh, of course, Ilsa and Benji are looking for the other bomb, and Benji figures out that there he gets a read in this room. He's like, "I think it's in this." Opens it up, but Ilsa's like, "Wait a minute! If we're looking here, this is where Lang would have wanted us to look. I'm gonna go look in the villages where we where the bomb shouldn't be." Uh, Benji opens the room and of course everything is locked and everything's radiated and he's like shit he has a great moment where he's about to shoot the lock and he's like oh nuclear, no, nuclear bomb, bomb yeah. puts his gun away <laughs> takes out an air container and just starts smashing uh, through things of course it's not in there uh, and Ilsa looks over and sees Lang in one of the buildings and goes shit he's here and Lang just goes oh shit yeah, and <laughs> goes inside back in. <laughs> um, she goes back in very cautiously but Lang gets the better of her and knocks her out uh, and she wakes up in a chair. But she has radioed back to Benji. She's like, I found that. She finds the bomb first, and then Lang gets the better of her. And Benji's like, shit, okay, the bomb's not here. Proceeds to keep looking through cases or something like that. Right, no, no, no. He, oh, he's already, he already looked through he all the cases. He leaves and goes over to the huts, but doesn't know which one which it is. So it's just like, 
I don't remember her name in the in the thing, but like Ilsa. Yeah, Ilsa, Ilsa. Right. Uh, Ilsa wakes tied to a chair with a noose around her neck, and Lane is just talking shit and says you can't stop this. Meanwhile, Benji uh, finally comes in, and she's like, he's like, you're not going to want to watch this. Mm. Um, Turns her around. Turns her around. Yeah. Uh, then we're back in the air. Ethan's. Ethan's chopper is in a bad way because some of the bullets have hit it and it starts smoking and he's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but like, I'm like get me, get me. Right. He's literally trying to ram the other helicopter, which is like, the he's like I got nothing else. I, yeah, he's going to ram it. Fuck it. And, I, and Henry Cavill's like, what the fuck, dude? The like, engine he, starts yeah. sparking. And what is yeah. it? Henry Cavill said something. Like, not he's trying, he's to, trying ram. to ram us. Oh, he's trying to ram us? Yeah, he goes, he's We're, trying to ram us. <laughs> so ridiculous. This crazy psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he runs out of bullets. He runs out of bullets. Yeah. yeah. He goes, shit, doesn't know what to do. Uh, and, and, and Ethan's just like, and it's cool. There's one part where like one of the helicopters hits the snow top mountain and all that shit. Uh, and then finally Ethan catches up to him. And what does he do? Sure as shit. Rams into the back of the helicopter, almost getting his head taken off by the, by the, uh, the rudder in the back and just takes both copters down. They start tumbling, 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 tumbling. And finally, uh, uh Ethan's comes to the, comes to the edge of a cliff. Meanwhile, he doesn't know where the other one is. We cut back to the room, of course. Benji comes in. Uh, just and gets the shit. Sees Elsa, and Elsa's like screaming at him, don't do it, don't do it. And Lane just hands him his ass. Yeah. yeah. Puts the noose around his neck, strings him up, and Ilsa, not knowing what else to do, goes, fuck it. Stands up, and in just such a scarlet, black widow moment, just hurls her chair onto a table destroying the chair and probably her lower back at the same time. Her arms too, right? Because oh, they God. were t- like tied to the back. So violent. Um, uh, the great, great fight scene here where they're fighting back and forth. She breaks a bottle and stabs Lane in the neck and then tosses it to Benji. In the leg. And, or leg, excuse me. Uh, tosses it to Benji. Benji grabs it and starts kind of cutting himself out. But she's already kicked. She's, by the way, she kicked a little box over to him so he could like, he wasn't, so he couldn't, wouldn't die. Kind of I have real like, fear for Benji. Yeah. yeah. I thought we were losing. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. Die. yeah. Um, and this scene's just fucking great, right? Where she, they're fighting, fighting, fighting. He beats her up. She tries to do her. Tries to put him in a triangle. Doesn't work. They fight, fight, fight. She finally. Uh, meanwhile, Benji's little uh, the the box that's holding him up precariously gets knocked out from underneath him. He's trying not to pass out as he's cutting <laughs> as he's trying to cut the thing, but he actually he like he can't make it work and starts passing out. But she does get the better of Lang, puts him in a triangle choke, which is very bad, hard position to get out of. By the way, mounts him a mounted triangle where she's putting all her weight on his neck, and then also grabs a rope as well and starts fucking strangling, double strangling him. <laughs> Watches, looks over at Benji and has to make the hard choice of like. Nah, sorry, Benji. I yeah, gotta kill I gotta this dude because if I don't kill him right now, like we're all dead. Just watches as the life just strangles out of this guy's eyes. He passes out. Lang's dead forever. She makes the right choice. Super smart idea. Put a bullet in his fucking head. Goes over, uh, uh, cuts Benji down. He gasps for it. He's still alive, and that's great. Uh, we cut back over to the mountain, and Tom wakes up. And is like, oh shit, what the fuck's going on? And looks over as the other helicopter starts tumbling for him. And you think he's gonna pull a cool thing here where he gets out of. Nope. Just the Not other one time. just bounces and time. both go off the, the edge. Uh, come down into the cliff, get wedged into the side of this God. cliff. We see Jurassic that. Park style, the, uh, Jurassic Park two style, yeah. which is great. As it's coming down, we see the like the the shot of the hook kind of like moving along the thing, and then yeah, the hook catches. Oh, so cool. Hook catches. Uh, they they're looking down, and this is where we get the the unfortunate uh, uh, scene where uh, I think it's an oil line bursts mm-hmm. and starts oh. squirting hot oil all over Henry Cavill's face, God. and he just screams Some like oh, great fuck. acting there. Yeah. That shit yeah, looked just, like it was Jesus just Christ burning. Puts his hand and then gets moves out of the way. Uh, uh, Tom uh, Ethan looks down and sees the detonator hanging and just goes fuck it, unclips and just <laughs> Superman <laughs> flies down to him, knocking him down, and the inertia knocks all the stuff down. Um, they tumble again. 
Tom gets thrown out, or Ethan gets thrown out of it. Uh, as I think Walker gets thrown out too, as a hook, the hook that was had the payload. Oh, that's when that happens. Catches onto a rock, and the other thing uh, spools downward, uh, and Ethan kind of looks up. Meanwhile, we cut back to the house. Uh, not dead, laying, just hogtied. Kill him. He's an asset. Why. He's useful in sure, some Sure, whatever. I don't know. Uh, but they start doing surgery. Hey, we're at the bomb. Start doing surgery and calling back and forth. Luther, Luther walks him through what to do. Unscrew this, unscrew that. They get basically ready to cut, uh, and they're like, we got to wait. Because we got to give Ethan as much time as possible to get this detonator. And they're like, what if he doesn't do it? And Luther's like, he's going to get it. I Don't worry. I, the conversation they have where it's like, all right, I guess we'll cut it at two. Why not one? Do you really want to cut it that close? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. That's one second we can't have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this seems uh, like, you would think, like, as I'm describing this, I'm like, it's a very long scene. But it's just, it's you're in the moment. It's yeah. so good. I, because they, they cut, the, the editing's great. He looks over and he, he pulls up the strap that the detonator was attached to, but there's no detonator. And he's like, fuck. And he looks over and it's on the, the, the edge of the cliff. And then who do we see walk into frame? Walker. He's not dead yet. And he's like, God damn it. And just tackles him to the ground. Dude, they're both yeah. beat there's, there's, up. There's one line that we missed that um, I think Walker says right before um, Ethan. Why won't you just die? Yeah. Why won't you just die? Yeah. Great. They so start good. fucking each other up. And Ethan, uh, basically, Ethan grabs a hold of him, gets his back for a second, and Walker just... Actually, I think what happens is Ethan goes to arm throw him, but Walker holds onto him, which is it happens, by the way. That's 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 the danger of doing that, that arm throw. That's why people don't do it. But he holds onto him, and they both tumble over the side of the mountain in basically onto the helicopter that's hanging below. Ethan starts climbing the rope but realizes this thing's sturdy, unsturdy as fuck. But guess what? I'm going to use all that experience from Mission Impossible 2, free solo mm-hmm. climbing. I know, just it goes, came back, dude. Boop, boop. Just little gingerly, like, gets onto the thing. Uh, Henry Cavill's like, oh, that's probably a good idea. I'm going to do it, too. Gets onto the thing as well. Uh, starts gaining on him. And Ethan just looks down at him, looks up, realizes it's, it's like, the, the, the it's, cable's it's really precarious. Point, yeah. And just goes, fuck it. Yanks it. And the hook just goes right through his fucking Henry Cavill's head. fucking My head. God. Just right into his face. And you see the blood splatter as oh. his body hits the rocks. Yeah, it's yeah, brutal. Yeah. Uh, but the but the action ain't over yet, because guess what? He's still got And he looks down feet. and Henry Cavill gets up. Like, Come, on, <laughs> Come on, man. Um, this, of course, is uh, this is great, because he's like, I got to climb. He starts climbing furiously. Uh, and then we get the back and forth where he's like, all right, we've done everything we could have done. Let's cut on two. And Ben's like, cut two. Let's cut on one. What are you talking about? And he's like, uh, we're never going to get that second back. He's like, fine, let's cut on one. It's great. All right, are we going to do it? Does Ethan have it? We don't know. Fuck it. We just got to take it, right? And he goes, three, two, one, go. White. white. Fades back in. Fade Ethan's, white. Ethan's watching the sunset as he's literally on, hanging off the side of the cliff. He's got the detonator in his hand and the key in his fucking mouth. Yes. Spits the key out, lets the detonator drop uh, basically onto Henry Cavill's burned, charred, fucked up body. Climbs back up and barely has just enough energy to just... Collapse. Just flop down on the edge of the cliff, <laughs> and it just it has a sigh of relief as he passes out as he sees a helicopter coming toward him. Uh, there was a moment while he was climbing where I was thinking like he's just stuck there. Like there's no way he's gonna get back up from this. Like if it were me, I would just would have been like, I guess I'm just gonna be on this cliff forever. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna jump off. <laughs> uh, and back, back, we cut back, of course, over to the camp, and the bombs go. They they uh, they shut down and they open up and drop the plutonium cores and Luther just goes my man my and man and then and then like Benji looks over at Lane like fuck yeah. you at and that Lane point I would just, just be like this pow, pow, pow. 
Yeah, yeah. Lane just like, puts his head in the it. ground and he's like, God damn it. He like, got me again. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. oh, shucks. Uh, great moment here where Ethan's kind of coming in and out of consciousness. You the first person he sees as he comes out is Ilsa and then he sees Benji and, and his team and, and Luther behind him. Passes out again, wakes up and Julia's there and he goes. Doesn't he pass out to um, the CIA? Yeah, well, he, see, he passed out to the CIA headquarters. Or, uh, yeah, there's lots of little yeah. little cuts here, but basically Sloan saved him, uh, came in and and then and then saved him. Um, he finally comes to and Julia's by his bedside, uh, and Eric's there too, and he's like, "Hey, Rob, <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on?" Yeah. Like, kind of, kind of trying to keep his cover, tongue in cheek, realizing this guy's not who he says he is, uh, and also he definitely banged my wife. Like definitely, it's cool right. that your friend was there, or yeah, else he would have died, yeah. which also would have been cool. I mean, you know, not, yeah, not like great. one more hour, he would have died of exposure. Luckily, your friend was there, and Sloane's there, and everyone's like, "You're a fucking idiot, Eric. Get the fuck out of here, uh, Eric." Let's. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate him so much. I hate him, I hate him too. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I'm so fuck out, dude. So much projecting here. Because, <laughs> dude, don't be. You're not cool. Like, <laughs> you're not. You're cool. being fake. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah. he's not. This guy's being fake. Also, why'd she move on? That's some devastating stuff. Well, he, he didn't have another love interest. He kind of likes. He Elsa. didn't have another love he interest. He kind of likes Ilsa. They haven't Bullshit. made a move on it. He's made oh, a move on bang. every single fucking thing he's made a lot. Uh, Ethan apologizes to Julia. She's like, Ethan, you're just doing your job. He goes, no, I apologize for everything. And she's like, look, at no need. I love my life. Like, I got a great husband, travel the world. Only occasionally do I get put in complete moral fucking danger. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Guess what? I know that I sleep well every night because I know you're out there. And no matter what happens, you got it on lock. Um, and that's really, really great. And then she... Also, you got this pussy on lock. Is damn, what she damn. Says. Yeah. Passing to the torch, dude. Yeah. I get it. Uh, Ethan cries and is very glad that she's happy. And she's like, I'm, you know, you're right where you should be. Like, I'm, I'm where I should be and you're right where you should be. Like, it worked out. Uh, of course, she gets up. She kisses him on the forehead. As the team comes in, led by Ilsa first. So the first person we see coming through the door is Ilsa. Uh, and then they have a little exchange where she whispers something to Ilsa. Threesome. Which is, yeah, that's what I was hoping. Or actually, Ilsa whispers something to Julia, I should say. And they have a little, like, we both love him very much. Uh, and then the narration kicks in by Sloan. And she goes, per your request, I'm handing Solomon Lane back to MI6 uh, through a broker, of course. And we see the White Widow, like, handling that. They put him in the trunk. Uh, Ethan, a lot of trust there. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, well, Ethan was there in that. His, his face is fixed now. So you mm. figure it's a little bit in the future as we're, as we're getting this kind of, kind of flash forward. Um uh, let's see part of our ongoing arrangement with her and then uh, what happened in Paris we prefer to keep a low profile and, that co- and basically that closes your friend's account with British intelligence uh, Ilsa's free she's good she's she's good to go and operate however she wants uh, Ilsa goes to Ethan's bedside uh, and she like touches me goes well, watch the ribs and don't make me laugh and then the narration kicks back in and says I, under- I understand why Hunley believed in you the world needs the IMF we need people who care about the one life as much as they care about the millions. Uh, and this is where we have that little touching moment where like she's checking him out and she's like, he's like, like he looks at her and kind of sees her bruise and he realized they really, really care about each other. Um, and it's nice. She's like, how do you, he's like, how do I look? She's like, you've never looked better, which is nice. Uh, and then the narration kicks back in, uh, finishing the sentiment. Uh, we need, we need someone, the world needs someone who will care about one life as much as they care about millions. And she finishes with that way. I never have to. Figure proving once and for all that Sloan is just tough as fucking nails. Um, and then Benji asks, How close were we? And he goes, eh, You know, the usual. And they all have a little bit of a chuckle. And Ethan goes, Oh, please don't make me laugh. And that's the last that's line. It. And then we so cut to the yeah, credits. Mission impossible. And that's really, really good. Now it's that's time it. for a little villain impossible. Villain. Impossible. All right. So the list stands. Well, who are you? Who, this is Walker and Walker. Lane and Walker. Lane and Walker. Yeah. 
Um, I feel like I don't know if Lane was as good in this as he was oh. in, the, in, in in five. I didn't like him as much as in five. I like I like him now, but he didn't really do that much in this. Like in five, he was like always a step ahead. In this one, he was just kind of like. But I, I feel like he, already, he was always a step ahead. He these were all like he caused everything that happened. Now plus we get more like he caused the issue the thing in two. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, clever. I just feel like the plan was more nefarious. And, and like more dark nighty in the other one. I thought he was just more wicked in the other one. And this one, he was mm-hmm. just kind of like, this is all, all of this is a foregone conclusion. I could be, I could go either way. Mm. I could go either way. I, I think he's better in this. Uh, last time we had Lane and Atlee. So is Walker like, I think Walker's I better than Walker Atlee. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll put him okay. on top. Walker sucks though. I don't like yeah, Walker. Yeah, but like, <laughs> Walker was da- like dangerous. At least you yeah. felt like he was this brute force. Oh, I liked Walker. So we, do we think the combo is better than last week's Lane and Atlee? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'm going to say yes as well. All right, there you go. Uh, hey man, that's your thing, dude. Sure, sure. You're I agree, though. All right, excellent. Thanks, Andy. Uh, <laughs> now it's time for a little haiku in review. Seven syllables in the middle. Uh. You'll need five for the first and last line. Uh, wh- wh- if you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Freaky, freaky. Haiku in review. <laughs> haiku in review. Just change it up. Yeah, I know. I, I like the change ups. Uh, Sean Boland from Game Attack writes in saying, This bitch got it all. Bike chase, car chase, foot chase, max, chopper chase, hook face. <laughs> oh, I like that. I did a lot. enjoy that. I did enjoy that. Now, going over to Patreon, uh, Dennis J writes in and says some, some interesting stuff here. Um, Sean Harris is an actor who is very sketchy about being in franchise movies. Uh, who Sean Harris is Solomon. Uh, meaning the director promised him he would get killed off at the end of Rogue Nation to prevent his character from showing up in later installments. However, the director couldn't figure out a way for him to be killed off satisfyingly in the film's climax. He ensured people working on the movie that he would keep Sean happy by not bringing him back while doing so jokingly suggesting unless Ethan has to break him out of prison. Uh, Tom Cruise coincidentally had the same idea, leading to the two developing the idea for Fallout. So good. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, that is that is great. Um... We're not done seeing him, you know. Alec what I mean? Bobko says Superman gets hooked. Ethan continues to climb. Mission accomplished. Nice. That's really good. Uh, Stole my final line for the episode. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Let's see. Tensa says never thought I would see the day that Superman turns into Two Face. Ah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's cool. And he definitely had this Two Face vibe with his hair, kind of oh, like yeah. the wavy hair. Uh, let me see. I want a good one. Oh, let's end on this. The secretary says, this movie ended on such a high. Do we need another? Am I? Mm, that's I like a solid question. Yeah. I mean, sure. We need. Yeah, another. absolutely. That's I want, I I'll, take, I'll take way more yeah. from this team, yeah. man. Let's go, baby. All right. Now it's time for us to rank the Mission Impossible movies. Current ranking, number one, Rogue Nation. Number two, Ghost Protocol. Number three, Mission Impossible 3. Number four, Mission Impossible. And number six, Mission Impossible 2. I love this movie so much i think that you know this franchise is such a special thing it, it was it came from a dark place it did it had a very evolve. just gray space yeah but man did they end strong but rogue nation is one of the best movies i've ever damn seen and mm. i i firmly put this at a number two because i feel like rogue nation is so tight has so the stakes are great, the characters are great. It has the whole team. I love the the dialogue in it a lot more than I did in this one, and uh, I like Jeremy Renner a lot too. Yeah. I, I feel like his presence we had a lot was more missed Benji in this, also. and a lot more Benji. It's like I just everything I'm looking for in these type of movies. Rogue Nation had it all. 
Um, this, though, had some of the coolest set pieces of all time. The halo drop and the helicopter scene were just mm-hmm. amazing. And the tension at the end of this movie was just palpable. Yeah. For, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, for me, the tension at the end of this movie was so real. And, like, I knew what was going to happen. There's no way this whole team, they fail, you know? But when they flash to white, it is, or when they fade to white, it's very much like... They could have had credits Yeah, there. what, holy shit, did they fuck this up? And I feel like this movie was more subtle, more, like, thought out. I love this movie. This is, I'm going to, I would put this in number one for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because Kevin's right. Like, they somehow gave you everything. You knew exactly what was going to happen, but it was still really exciting and really tense to watch the third act of this film. But you fucking knew. There's no way. You see him hanging off a cliff. You're like, he's a free solo climber. He's going to get up there. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But yet there's about one moment where you're like, oh, okay. Like, And that's really that's really the sign of really good filmmakers and really clever writing and really great choreography is that they're giving you something. You like Your expectations are, are, are just being blown out of the fucking water, even though you know what's going to happen. It's wild. Uh, having said that, I'm kind of with Tim on this, though, in that this movie was just a little long upon second viewing, mm-hmm. whereas I feel like I, would, I forgot how fun Rogue Nation was. It's and it's a lot more ridiculous and a lot more kind of tongue and cheeky, which I think I like that vibe a little bit more than this. The serious vibe for me made this drag a little bit in parts. Um, I do love the Halo jump. I like all the set pieces, but I, I, I might give Rogue Nation a little bit of a nod above this. I, w- I would put this. Uh, this reminds me a lot of Ghost Protocol where I. I appreciate the stunts and the set pieces a lot more than the ones in Rogue Nation, but I think Rogue Nation just overall tells a better story just with better, better characters and and better relationships between everybody. It feels more like an espionage movie as well, where like this one just feels like a straight action movie. And again, yeah. nothing, not, not not a knock against this one. This one does. I think this is the best act, like one of the best action movies ever made. Honestly, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the fact that they can do all this stuff and and. And do it with such fucking style. And the best and face really make you still care. Oh, that, great. Yeah, that's what Definitely. I was going to say. A lot of that stuff. But I think it loses a lot of points for Ilsa just popping up in random places. Some of the sloppy choreography in like the bunker settings where you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is happening here? The, the quick like, the dark how do we scene. get? The, there's just quick cutaways where you're like, that's not clever. Where like Luther just comes out of the shadows and like keeps popping people in the neck with trackers. So some of that stuff was not as as well thought out as I wanted to. Whereas I feel Rogue Nation when it gets the end where he puts him in the box. It's so satisfying. And it's such a fuck you moment to Lang that God, I got to give hard, it to him. Man. It this is hard. It is hard. hard. I mean, and by the way, I came into this. I came into watch, watching Fallout for the second time fully expecting it to be number one. So it kind of breaks my heart a little bit if that's not. But I mean, it's damn good. It's Barrett, so good. fucking good. Barrett, you have any thoughts on this? Uh, a lot of what you and Nick said. I was also like in like a weird mood. It was like late last night. Uh, halfway through, I like I borrowed Andy's uh, Blu-ray copy. Halfway through, the disc started fucking up. So I had to like rent it. And all that stuff. Well, I mean, so that's not like, the movie's fault. Yeah, don't blame the movie. Man. That's fucked up, bro. I was just, I, I, there was just like, I was in the mood last night to not watch this movie and to go to bed. And so, like, I was in a weird headspace, and which is not the so movie. So we shouldn't fault. count your vote. Yeah. I agree. All right, <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you think? What's your vote, bro? Well, you got to be the tiebreaker. Or he's not. He's saying, I mean, don't count no, I mean it doesn't matter. I don't think at this point. Right. So yeah, doing, doing like the votes. Uh, who thinks it's better than Mission Impossible 3? Raise your hand. We all raise your hands. Who thinks it's better than Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol? Raise your hand. We all raise our hand. Who thinks it's better than Rogue Nation? Raise your hand. No. Just just me. Just I'll, me. I'll say me too. There yeah. it is. There it is. Come so on. Andy, Come Andy, on, and Kev. Barrett. No. No. Uh, Does Barrett have to be the tiebreaker on this? No, well, no. Barrett wants it as number two. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, the Mission Impossible movies so far. Number one. 
Rogue Nation. Number two, Fallout. Number three, Ghost Protocol. Number four, Mission Impossible 3. Number five, Mission Impossible. And number six, or it's Mission been Impossible since the beginning. 2. <laughs> These interviews, Where's when, Tandy Newton at? when we're watching <laughs> like quality movies, they get so difficult at the end where it's like, yeah, yeah, dude, number two, the ending of number of the, uh, Fallout was like, I, I don't know if a movie has ever made me feel so suspenseful for something that like I knew the outcome for. So mm. it's just it's great movies. I so think Rogue Nation, so good. Rogue Nation degraded that too with like the Benji having the bomb strapped to him and all that. I love that shit. Like how are they getting out of this situation? Yeah. Um, so yeah, there you go. Next week, Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah. my god. MCU review returns. Greg Miller returns. Where it all begins. I'm so excited. Began. Where it all begins again is what I was yeah, gonna say. Sure. Oh man. Can't fucking wait. Until next time. Mission accomplished. Oh.